Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. They're taking what you're saying to them, and they're hoping that you are what you talk. Let's be about anything we drop, because we're going to get tested on it. If, if, if the people on the street don't test us on it, God's going to test us on it. Kill the Mockingbird, Truth or Report, with Sean Chris and Sebastian Farr. Kick his ass, Sebastian. Wake up! Wake up, America! Yo, 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 what the fuck is up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Kill the Mockingbird. I'm your host, Sean Chris. Today, I got our homie back with us, James from We The People. Oh, we got the people's champ in the building, you know what I mean? Oh, look at this guy (laughs) with the sound effects. What's good, fam? Dude, you're stepping up the production. I love it, dude, since the last time I've been on. Hell yeah. Got the... How you doing there, dude? <laughs> I'm, I'm chilling, bro. I gotta get myself one of those. Oh, so you're al- you're almost there, man. You kind of pushed me to get it. I was like, man, I gotta get it then. <laughs> nah, they're worth it. They're worth it. Roan uh, from uh, Steaks for Breakfast, they have one as well, and they they've been telling me to get one. Shouts out but, to those uh, guys. I love those guys, man. I did their show once. Oh, I love those guys. Oh, they're such good people, dude. Nick and Roan and all those guys. Noah, great, great people. Um, love those guys. Um, but yeah, dude, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me on as always. Well, I just thought we got to, you know, it's been a while and, uh, we, lots going on. And I was like, we got to touch back on, you know, like there's a couple topics we'll get into the middle of like that. I was just like, you're the perfect person to talk about this stuff with. (laughs) I guess I am, dude. I guess I am. I never really wanted to be the perfect person to talk about some of these subjects, but I guess I am. And it's a perfect Uh, segue because it's, uh, Maria, she just dropped, I dropped the one with her, uh, and now we'll have with you. So I'm sure we could get the uh, trifecta, you know what I mean, of everybody getting upset. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure everybody can get uh, get tight about this, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna catch some heat yourself. They're gonna start making memes of you. Like I hope made. so. Like <laughs> I guess that's when you make. You made it's it. like when Saturday Night Live used to make fun of you. You know, like that's when you knew, like, yeah, man, dude. I made it. <laughs> I guess so, dude. Like, it's fucking stupid, man. It's 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 corny, and it's. I don't even really want to really want to give it too much attention. Like I have, I've kind of ignored it. We addressed it on our show last week, but it's stupid. Like we're putting in a lot of hard work and a lot of time and a lot of effort in what we're doing. And, uh, 
you know, we need to make the show better. We need to make things better for what, for our audience and bring you guys a better product. And I know you feel the same way about what you're doing and that's just not cheap, man. Like we're spending thousands, we've spent over thousands of dollars on our show already, thousands on our show. And uh, we need to figure out a way to make our show better and, and bring a better product to our audience. And how are we going to compete with ways. the CNNs, the Fox Newses, the propaganda machines that are already built? Even the uh, independent prop- propaganda machines like the Young Turks and stuff yeah. like that. I was like, these people are funded. We need to be funded too. Now, that's why I kind of wanted to get a different approach today. And we talk about, we don't necessarily talking about anybody in particular. Just the words that are used most commonly in our uh, community, which is shills, sellouts, and grifters, right? We always hear anybody that starts to get an attention, started to make a buzz, they're automatically a shill, sell, sellout, or a grifter. Automatically. It, it, it's turned into the, the right wing's version of, of racist and racism. That's literally what it's turned into. Everybody that doesn't trust the plan or fa- agree totally with what you believe in, they're a shill, a grifter. And people like Dil- Dylan Wheeler really kind of threw a wrench in that and amplified that thought process for everybody but it, it, it it's it's silly one you know uh, for the most case for, and for the most part most people are out here and doing things for good intentions uh especially the the anons that are out here and, and post and shit posting all day uh, most of them are doing things for good intentions and there's there's very few people that aren't um and they'd be, be you'd be, be hard pressed to point one out and tell me like yo this guy's a shill or this guy's a, a grifter uh, when when you don't even understand what these words mean, like a grifter is somebody that that doesn't believe or stand behind the things that they're selling or talking about. And if you talk to Sean, like me and me, and, me and you don't get, get get along on a lot of political topics. We don't agree. We we disagree on a lot of things, which is totally fine. And that's what we need more of. Like, I'm a big believer in civil discourse. We need to have these hard conversations. We need to talk these things out rather than saying, ah, oh, Sean, dude. You're, you're a shill. You don't, you don't, you don't trust the plan. Like, screw you, man. Like, don't trust this guy. I don't follow this guy. Like it's, it's stupid. It's corny and it's high school bullshit. Like the whole purpose of what we're doing is to get people to think for themselves, to, 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 to promote free thought. And that's the biggest issue with what we're dealing with right now. Most people don't think for themselves. And I even say that the people that are coming over to our side and starting to believe the quote unquote conspiracies that are being proven true on a daily basis they're still sheep. They're still following the herd, man. It's almost a cool thing to do, to be the, the the conspiracy guy now. It's almost a cool thing to do, and uh, and it's really unfortunate because most of the people, like I, I stand behind and I believe in everything that we talk about one hundred percent. And I'm always open to new information. Like I always talk about having Flat Earth Dave on our show. You should bring him on. He's fucking. Yeah, awesome. I do that. I, we talked about that last time. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yo, dude, you got to bring him on because I, I never thought one thing about it. Like, I never really cared. And new information was presented. And I'm like, oh, wow, like, that makes sense. Maybe he might be right. And I'm okay taking a step back and admitting I'm wrong. Like, the other day, I posted the video. Shout out to Shotgun Nicky. He's, he's a fucking meme legend. The guy just makes some unbelievable memes. And he he posted something the other day, and I shared it. And it was the all of the headlines of the watermarks uh, saying that, oh, a QAnon conspiracy theorist to prove, you know, crazy. There's no such thing as watermarks. And then he then the post the, the post by Vernon Jones holding up the watermark and people I included got caught up in all of that because I didn't actually read the full 
um, caption that Vernon Jones had put because I was actually I was getting a haircut at the time when I read it and I posted it and it said we're, we're I'm glad to be working with the future security of our elections to secure future future elections that wasn't the current uh, ballots so for me I was like ah oh, shit I was wrong I apologize people called me out in the comments and I was totally I was like yo good catch dude thank you for calling me out on that and it's something that everybody needs to do we we're not always right we're not always always on point like i I, i'm not gonna sit here and say i'm an expert but we have to be okay and to admit that we're wrong and 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 most people aren't yeah i put a uh it was a docs video i believe it was like during that uh when that syrian um remember i was in syria that explosion remember that explosion so much shit's happened in this last year remember that when that uh military uh all that like uh stored um explosives was it syria that exploded in in the bay uh and then well there was like a vote uh, a video that was floating around that was docked and someone showed me and told me and i was like oh all right thanks man i said the same thing because i'm like dude like like i always tell people when i've said this for a long time i just keep telling people i'm not worried about being right man i'm just worried about the truth now i will i will i think i know kind of what is going on but i also know that i don't know jack shit like i know that like i'm learning every day trying to figure out i'm not trying to argue with everybody i am trying to approach my comments better because you know like i'm such a shit talker that i'm like i mean rapping bad rapping all my life so when people start shit talking i'm like oh let's go but now i'm trying to approach it better if they're just shit talking i just leave it now but if they are actually trying to get a message i actually try to reach out to them but to go back a little bit about the merch stuff like i think things that people don't realize either is like i'm i'm starting to try to work to put merch out but people are asking me to do this it's not like and i'm just doing it out of my pocket it's not like and i'm hoping that i break even that's my goal is to break even because to get like 100 shirts like it costs money bro it's not like it's like oh it's like a cent a shirt like i'm not a, i don't have nike vendors <laughs> not bro you're a walking meme dude like how many times you see somebody that has a shirt on that's a patriot patriotic shirt or a trump shirt or a maga hat or a trump bumper sticker literally every time i'm on the road and i see a trump bumper sticker i roll down my window i honk the horn and i'm like yeah my man like that's the homie over there or somebody somebody who's got a maga hat i'm like yo respect my man like, I love that's, you. That's funny you, you know, say that because my daughter just told me this the other day. She's like, hey, remember when I was like, I think she was like six, seven, maybe eight. And she was like, and we were driving. I used to have this Thunderbird. And remember you saw this Ron Paul sticker on this guy and you told me to yell, yeah, Ron Paul. And I was like, no, I remember that. <laughs> like, <laughs> the kids remember that thing. Absolutely. Because you're right. It, it, ignite, it, it ignites in you, man. You're like, okay, I'm not alone. Because even the other day, some, um, I think she was in England, maybe. I don't know. Um, she's not from America, right? She sent me a message and she was telling me about how she's like kind of alone, like in her thought process. You know, she has a lot of people around her, but like they're all like, get the jab. Everybody's got the jab. Just do it. You're not. And then she's like, I'm strong minded. She's like, it just sucks. And then you know what? Like, I was like, look, you know, do you want answers or are you just trying to vent? Just and I was like, either way, it's cool. I just want to know where, like, how to help you. You know what I mean? And then we ended up talking just for a little bit. Like, it took what maybe 15, 20 minutes out of my day. And plus, I'm at work anyways. I'm, I barely work. I'm trying to do this as work eventually. So like, I'm, Bro, for real. <laughs> I'm at work for doing real, memes I love, and everything. I love this stuff. But like, 
yeah. we got to talk and she was able to feel that there was more it wasn't just her you know what i mean in her world it's like she's the only one so when we do see a bumper sticker a shirt a hat a mug or what uh, anything it makes us feel like oh hell you think that too thank god that's what they do, man. And it's they want you to feel isolated. This is why they never showed the MAGA rallies. This is why they never showed all of the boat parades. And they don't want you to think that there's millions of people that support President Trump and they, they're patriots. They don't, they don't stand behind this uh, critical race theory and this transgender agenda that they're pushing. Like 99% of people don't stand behind this stuff. And it's the small minority. It just so happens that the 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 um the blowhorn is part of the small minority, the media. And 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 you're 100 percent right, dude. Like this stuff, some people don't want to shit post on the internet. Some people don't feel comfortable because they are alone and they they have no one to back up their thoughts. And it's it's that it's you against a bunch of people when you're trying to tell people the truth. Like I remember for years, dude, how many years you've been in this game going down these rabbit holes for a long ass time like I have. How many times have you just been so isolated and felt so alone because every time you tried to speak the truth that you knew to be true, everybody told you were crazy. Nobody stood on your side was like, yo, James, you make a valid point. That actually might be true. It's always like, yo, James, you're crazy. Like they would never do something like that. It would never happen that way. And just because we've found a community and, and we were able to speak on it now for, for a lot, a lot of the people that have been in the game for a long time, there are still so many that are so isolated and feel so alone. So seeing somebody with a shirt or a hat goes a long way. And not everybody wants to shit post. Not everybody wants to create a podcast or, or, or create a, an Anon account or do any of that. But wearing a shirt makes a statement. It goes out. It's a conversation starter. It allows you to open up and talk about these things with people. And some people will approach you rather than you having to approach them because you're wearing a shirt. And it's so cool and it's so powerful. And the one thing that I want to get across to everybody who wants to hate on people like you and I who want to put out merch and make a better product for for, for our audience, because quite frankly, none, none of this money is going towards our pockets, literally going to buy a Roadcaster Pro. It's going to get better equipment, better cameras to, to, to make a better show, man. Like it's not really going to our pockets, one. But two, we're out here. We're putting out original content on a regular basis we're putting our name we're putting our faces we're we're uh speaking on these things we are not just screenshotting and reposting other people's work which 99 percent of the community does which is totally fine because this information needs to and be we shared. all repost stuff too but like i agree with you that yes. uh and we invest into this like you're saying like we go hey we start a podcast at first we're just you know like kind of shit posting and just shit talking but then we're like okay you know we need to step it up because if we want to compete against the cnns and and the big networks we have to do these things and to me it brings me uh uh like back to like how music is because working in like music it's kind of similar especially in the underground scene like as soon as people start getting a buzz they're selling out they're changing they're not the same thing mm -hmm. people don't want to support them and i tell them like well and then they complain like oh i hate this shit on the radio i go you know why there's that stuff on the radio because you don't support these dudes because the dude that you think is dope you refuse to buy his album or buy his t-shirt or buy his or go to his show 
because he's selling he's out. Because he's selling out. He's not real. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. It, it reminds me exactly of the music industry and how they treat that. And I've always been like, no, we got to support each other. And I love what like Rogan has built in Facts. the in the comedy uh the the the, com- the comedy scene is where he's they've yes. built this thing of where they help each other because there's enough for all of us to eat. We can all eat. I want us all to eat. That's the point Bro, of this. One hundred percent, dude. Thank you. A hundred percent. There's so much space for everybody. You could literally say the same to like literally take the show that we do, take the topics that we talk about and go and speak on it yourself and make your own show. And there's still enough space for us. Like we don't care. Like if the message is the most important thing, one, but two, there's enough room for everybody. Like if you go back, I always talked about how I want everybody to eat. I've always told my team that I want everybody to eat. And, um, and it's, it's very important to me because I'm not a selfish person. I'm not doing this because I want money. Like, that's not why I'm doing this. I'm doing this because I love to do it. And I'd much rather do this than anything else than go and work a sales job. Granted, at a sales job, I make money hand over fist. I crush it. I make so much. It's amazing. But I'd much rather do this. I'd much rather put my time and effort into doing something that matters that has a purpose that makes that literally makes a difference when you get those messages. And I'm sure you get them all the time that someone you made an impact in somebody's life because of the show that you put on. It's, it's unbelievable. It, I'm so thankful. And it's so humbling to see and get those messages from people um, because it makes all the work worth it. Cause that's what it's for. It's to, to help you understand what's going on. I don't want people to believe what I'm saying right out of my mouth. I want you to go and research the things that are coming out of my mouth. And, you know, that's why we, we put our face behind it. It makes such a more powerful statement. And because we're, we're speaking on it and putting our own opinions and things like that, I think we're held to a higher standard. One, two, there's plenty of other outlets like X22 and we know news, just informed talk, praying medic. They all have their own shows, and everybody loves those shows. Man, I donate to everybody some of these the shows. Community. Man, I donate to No Agenda. Right. I, I, I'm about to donate to the Propaganda Report. These, why? Because I think that they need to be there. Like, uh, yes. like uh, the other, like uh, the other day, uh, Seth, uh, I posted like because I try to repost as much as possible. Sometimes I forget to tag people, but like I try to tag and repost because I, not because I want them because i think this is important like uh forbidden clothing like i got their i just bought their uh shout out to them they're dope man i bought their uh fauci shirt right i think i got a couple other shirts uh-huh. i just because i was actually it's funny because i was just looking for a per for me the style that i like uh, a truth or sh- like clothing line and i found them and i love them right and then like i shot him, i just gave him a shout out you know what dude said he was like man i'm gonna throw an extra shirt in for you it's not about that but it's just because they all know because i just shouting people because and like uh seth had told me he goes oh thanks a lot i'm like yeah man i'm doing it not like yeah for you too but because i think your show is important like that the, the reason these no, are pieces a- that we need to build this community it can't be me and or just you it this is a community that's what they got to understand. And and you don't have to agree with James. You don't have to agree with me. But we should be able to have these civil conversations to try to reach some sort of resolution instead of just throwing out a, a reckless um, aband- having reckless abandonment for what you say and just telling people like, oh, he's this. He's a piece of shit. Because we could all just start name calling and throwing things out, wild accusations that don't make sense. And this kind of loops me into what I was going to try to get us to next is that I think the reason why we hear a lot of stuff like that is because a lot of the truther community, because so many new people have woken up, that they've created echo chambers similar to what the old Republicans and what the liberals have done. Yeah. 
And I think that's the problem so, we're in is tribalism in the truther community. 1000%. You're 100% right. And there's an, there, the, the, the deep state, the big tech companies, I think they planned it that way. Um, and I don't think it's by an accident because I've been doing some thinking about this because I 100% agree with you. I think it's really become a giant echo chamber. We're not really reaching many new people. And we are reaching some new people, but not many. It's, it's you know, these accounts are getting rebuilt after they go down quickly because it's the same people that are looking for that, those accounts. And um, I haven't used the hashtag in probably 10 months, dude. I haven't used the hashtag in forever. And that's how I was able to, re, you know, get our content and our, our message out to, to newer people. And because that, that is, I have to rely on other people to share our work and share the things that we post to, to get the message out there. And like you, I'm all about love. Like when I, when I, when I take, when someone posts something and, uh, and I share it, I do my best to tag them in it because they, they, people should see their work because they're also posting good stuff. And I, I always do. I always try my best. And some, some accounts don't allow you to tag them. So it makes it a little difficult, um, but I always try my best. And, you know, every time I took, I actually took a page at the Steaks for Breakfast uh, uh, book because he, every time he would post somebody in his story, he tagged them in it with his little rainbow tag. Um, he always would do that. And I was like, you know what, fuck that. I'm going to do that too. That's a great idea because people need, because when you just post it, it doesn't really direct you to the account. And a lot of times it's kind of hidden if it's a white background, you can't really see it. So I want people to see, go to those accounts. I want people to see what they're posting because we all, we're all posting the same stuff. And this is why I don't post as much. I, it's really just kind of like you said earlier, fall back to memes. And I just rely on our original content because it's different from what everybody else is putting out there. Whereas everybody else is literally posting the same news articles, the same exact content over and over and over again. And it's, and it's not reaching anybody new and it's unfortunate. And they've kind of, blocked us in this little echo chamber they put us in our own little stadium almost and that's why i do like i do appreciate the page I, I, that has formed together for me because i it's not an echo chamber I, that's why i do get into a lot of arguments because like i i try my best to like you're saying like what you do i try like of course there's some memes that like dude there's it's like i gotta post this i don't care how many people post it it's yeah. just so hilarious because yeah, it's oh, so hilarious course. you gotta post it Say of course, dude, I totally understand. <laughs> but we do the same thing, but I'm just. I saying. try to find different stories too that I think that are not out there, or uh, things that I think that like. Okay, why are we focusing on this? Let's, since I feel like a lot of the community is focusing on this, I feel like a lot of people have seen this, but have they seen this? And so I, I notice a lot of people don't do history, so I try to go history a little bit or a little. Um, just bro, intriguing. your post about Smedley Butler the other oh, day. Oh yeah, the, your post the other day is brilliant, dude. Like most, so many people don't even know who Smedley Butler is, even in the truth. Even the community. older people, we man. did a full. Bro, we did a full episode. Shout out to my boy Felix Razo. Guy's a legend. He's a uh, a uh, uh, Marine veteran, absolute legend, true patriot. He came on because he's a big historian. He loves history, history buff, and he came on. We did a whole episode about Smedley Butler, and he is a true American oh, hero. 100%. Um, and we, we would have been a communist nation a long, long time ago if it wasn't for Smedley Butler. Um, and, and people, I think that history is the most important thing that we as truthers can reference back to because a lot of the things that we're talking about right now, there's a point in history or, or there's a time uh, that our government already did the things that we're doing and they're, they're calling conspiracy theorists. 
you know, like it, it's happened over and over again. Like MK Ultra with Mind Control or Operation Mockingbird, your your freaking yeah. name. They is 100% proven fact that they had 400 CIA operatives in the 1970s. And you expect us to believe that they just stopped or Northwoods with false flags. Like all these things have happened already. So why is it hard to believe that they wouldn't do it again in the future with better technology and better equipment? Yeah. And they, and they have a, like, yeah, like you said, the better technology. And that's another thing I posted. Uh, didn't get too much traction, but I posted it because I thought it was important. It's a, uh, I, have you ever heard of the Tucker car, the car called the Tucker, the Tucker. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So it's a car that was built in, I think it was right after World War Two. Right. So this guy had the, he mm -hmm. like the reason why we have seatbelts and a lot of in innovative things to the car is because of this guy. He like made an innovative car that what because he saw that the all the car companies were invested in uh, the war machine. So he was like, well, man, there no one's making cars right now. They, mm -hmm. they were literally having the same cars like because they were running the factories, but they had nobody designing anything, uh, making new innovations. Well, that's what Henry Ford wasn't wasn't just good at because he created the car. He also created the assembly mm -hmm. line. That's what he was. That's what he was really good at was mass, mass production. production. Yeah, which that well, he remember he made so many. His mass production was so good that that's why they uh, started dealerships and dealerships um, made a, got got a lot got powerful enough to have a lobby firm, and that's why we can't buy cars from the uh, the the manufacturer. You can only buy from a licensed dealer. But the Tucker. So the Tucker was important to me because the big three, uh, GM, Ford, and uh, Chrysler, they they pretty much uh, bankrupted him. They 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 just attacked him. They, they, they took did. him to court, and he fought the whole case and everything. But by the time he was done, he was he was flat broke. He couldn't do anything. He had to sell anything. So it, it and he only made like I think 45, 40, 45 total cars. But it's just to me that's why history is important because they're still doing these things. But now they have better equipment mm -hmm. and better manipulation because all this stuff that's happening, all this critical race theory, all this like it, it's strategical. It's social engineering. Yes. It's it's so that we could. That's why yes. like I try not to get too involved into like you know how people are like uh, man you know they talk about white people like this and like some people go why don't you address it that much I say because I feel like that's playing the game. I'm not playing that game like because what they're doing is they're trying to I, I understand that certain points to, to like not critical race theory but like they shouldn't be teaching anybody when I tell people that I, anybody that believes critical race theory believes that whites are superior over everybody else and that every other race is inferior that's and not, that's crazy to me you know what I mean it's that's crazy. crazy that's ridiculous. I'd love, but like what I'm saying I'd is, I'd love to know how I'm. Superior. You know what I mean? Like, I'd love, like, please, please explain yeah. to me how I'm superior. Like, I have a felony record for yeah. weed, man. Like, I'm not like, you know, I didn't get any special treatment. But what I'm saying is that so, but what they did was they flipped it, right? So now, like, of course, yeah. like, 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 my a black person's not gonna be like, oh, I feel sorry for people like talking shit on you being white. Some will. I'm just saying, but like, it's just natural. Like, I, I use the example all the time of like when you're working, right? When you're working somewhere. People be like, hey, man, you got to train him. No one trained me. Like, you know, people feel like, well, I had to go yeah. through shit. Well, they could go through some shit. That's what I think it is. So that's why I don't play into that game because it's part of their game. And I'm like, like, obviously, there's stuff to oh, bring yeah. up. What I always say is just like any attacking any innocent person doesn't matter the race to me. And the same thing I'm sure you've matters to you. If you see like an elderly, a kid, uh, uh, any innocent person. And, and what I keep advocating for this podcast, even on my other podcasts, I'd be like, if you see that shit. Put your fucking phone down and e either call the cops or fucking don't let it happen. Get involved. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, get involved. Open your goddamn mouth. Like, no, it's 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 disgusting. And 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 unfortunately, when they, it's just like using the word shill and grifter and things like that. 
they use the word racism for everything. And when things aren't really racist and it's getting to the point where it's, it's comical when they're calling things racist now. Like I, I I saw something the other day I was going to post it and how eating meat is racist because black people's culture is barbecue (laughs) and we're taking their culture and we're depriving them of meat by eating it because we're white. Like, I'm like, this is fucking clown world. Like it's the silliest, it's the silliest thing in the world. And it, 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 it really makes it difficult to see the actual real racists. Like when you, when you look, when you actually look at the statistics, like even if you want to believe that the KKK is a threat Republican or con- oh, a conservative, yeah. they're, they're, you know what I'm saying? Like if you want to believe that, that they're a part of that side of the political spe- spectrum, which they're not, but let's just say that they are for argument's sake. It's not like the 1920s when they had 20,000 KKK members march in the streets of New York. There's not even there's probably not even 20,000 KKK members in the country today when there's 360 million plus people. Like there's such a small minority. The Aryan Brotherhood, the same thing. Yes, they exist. They're around. And yes, there are real racists in this world. One hundred percent. I'm not going to sit here and say that they don't exist, but to sit here and say Everything is racist. It 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 it, it ruins it. it. It takes it away from the real racists yes. in, in the world, and it's really unfortunate because there's so many good people in this world, and there's so many of all races, creeds, backgrounds, sexualities, everything. If you're a good person, in my opinion, you're a good person. If you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. I don't care what color, or what background you have. At the end of the day, if you treat me with respect, I'm going to treat you with respect, and that's what it always should come down to. And I always say, I, I still. Martin Luther King's statement stands best to this day. I don't want my children judged by the color of skin, but the content of their character. And that is the most important thing from that message that Martin Luther King put out there was we have to judge people on the content of their character. And we're, we've gotten so far away from that. It's, it's, it's sad. People forget that, that part of the message. Yeah. And they're like, he just, they get us into these, uh, uh, argue, like to me, it's just frustrating because like, I try to like, cause what I advocate for is the same thing with everybody, what the we the people, you know what I mean? The working class is mm-hmm. which the the predominant, and that's poverty, middle class, everything. That's all of us. Americans. Yeah, and I'm tired of us fighting each other. The frustrating part for me is I'm like that, look, whether it's Republican, Democrat, I'm like, whether it's Trump or Biden, whether it's black or white, uh, uh, Catholic, uh, Muslim, or, you know, all these things, Gay, all these straight. Yeah, gay straight to me. I I'm with you. I don't care about any of that. And I think we need to stop like making like that. Every if you don't believe every single thing that I believe, then you're a piece of shit. Like that's like, dude, that, that's yeah. the problem. Like, no, we need to be able to express ourselves, and you have the right to express yourselves. Now, when it comes to Bro, your that's kids, just like me and yeah. you, man, just like me and you, we don't get agree, agree on everything. But you're a good fucking people. The same thing I said to Maria. I tell Maria to her face all the time. I'm like Maria. I think a lot of your takes, I don't, I don't, I don't like them. I think they're, you're, some of them are stupid, but I, I love, I, like, she's awesome. She's good people. She's, she's a, a great person. And, and inside the community, it goes the same way as outside the community it, it, with human beings. If you're a good human being, that's all that should matter. That's all that, that we should care about is, is good people. And the problem is most people aren't good people anymore. They only care about themselves and everything is every, like you said earlier, the division is serious. And it's not just anymore. It's no longer just uh, race and sexuality and um, religion that they're trying to divide us with because they're, they're, they're using everything for division. I said on our show, it's masks versus anti-maskers. That's division. 
It's uh, now vax versus anti-vaxxers. That's division. It's, you know, uh, all of these things that are happening, it's causing further divide because me personally, even when everybody was hating, like if you're a Trump supporter and people were hating on Trump supporters um, and going crazy for seeing a MAGA hat, I never really saw any craziness until the masks started because yeah. I refused to wear one. And that's when I would get I would get attacked, like yelled at and attacked for not wearing a mask. I'm like, yo, like you got what? Like you guys are treating other people this way because they're not wearing a mask. This is disgusting. This is not how we should be treating yeah. each other. Like it's sad. It's it is it's hard. It's heartbreaking to me to see how Americans are treating each other. And there will be people that will forever see others as diseases because of this. Oh, 100 you know. percent. It's funny you say that, too, because I'm just uh, I might do a show on this. I'm not sure yet, but I started watching that Sweet Tooth show. And uh, have you seen it yet on Netflix? No, OK, so it's like uh, this show about like a virus that like is killing a bunch of people. And then there's these hybrid humans, these hybrid humans that they're like half animal. Like in the opening scene, it shows like these babies that are like it's like a bird, human, a dog, human, a, a deer, human. But it's basically about this deer, human. Right. So basically, Alex Jones wrote. This yeah, basically. Yeah. basically. <laughs> and then not even they filmed it was from a comic book series from 2009. And. This is the predictive programming. It was filmed in 2019, and they're wearing masks. So, like, in one scene, like, I'm barely on episode two. In one scene, the guy gets into the, uh, uh, he finds this kid. The guy's dad dies, whatever, like, just to kind of roll around. He meets this guy, and they run into this, uh, they see this cabin when they need food, and there's people there, right? And they're, like, cool people. They give them food, but they're all wearing masks. And he goes, we're not sick. You could take off the mask. Have you been isolated? You've been isolated. You haven't been around people. Like, it's just crazy that they're saying it's this. It's crazy. And they were filming it well, in the same thing with Songbird. Songbird, remember that movie came out? It was all about COVID-23, the China virus 23 from China. Um, you know, they do this all, all of the time and in the predictive programming. And they show you exactly what they do in these movies. It's so funny that you bring that up because uh, I was watching – uh, actually Harry Potter with my girl yesterday and uh, we were watching a movie and uh, part of the, the whole plot of the one movie is they were trying to isolate Harry to make him feel alone and they were using the media to manipulate everybody else to, to say that Harry was lying he wasn't he wasn't telling the truth so he literally felt isolated and all by himself and nobody cared about him he's like I never felt so alone in my life and I was like yo that's literally what they do to us like, I'm watching it on the TV. I'm like, yo, they literally do the same thing to us. They make us feel like no one likes likes our country. Everybody thinks critical race theory is good. And they make us feel like like we're the the, the slim minority. And when, when in reality, we are the major, majority. And most importantly, we are right. We've been right the entire time. And look what's coming out to prove that. Yeah, I hate critical race theory so much because – I have a lot of friends that are all kinds of different races, and, and if you're and to me, and you're telling me that they're inferior to somebody, that pisses me off. They're not inferior to anybody, motherfucker. If anything, you're inferior. Nah, they're inferior to you. Know what I mean? Like these motherfuckers are like just because you have that. Yeah, you're an idiot because you have that. Thought yeah, process like if you think somebody's what's in, her name? Like D'Angelo. What? What's that stupid bitch name? White fragility. Like I hate that uh, something. D'Angelo. In her book, I, I try to mind. like because I wanted to do a show about it, but it was too. This was like last year. 
and I couldn't get anybody to like link up. This was when I first starting and shit. And she was, I tried to read her book, so I put on audio book, and I just got like, I don't know, probably like 20, 30 minutes into it. But the thing that I got from it is that she goes, yeah, so a black person invited me to a barbecue, and I had a weird thought. So white people are racist because you had a weird thought, bitch? No, you're racist probably. That's not my fault that you're racist, bitch. I would have yeah. been like, barbecue, what time? What you cooking? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like- yeah, for real. <laughs> like, what? A barbecue? Uh, oh, my ex-girlfriend was black, and I used to love going to barbecues. The soul food was so oh, good. Yeah, man. Oh, my God. My one homie oh, get good with black the ribs, cookout? Man. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, sign me up. I'm there. I'm the first one there waiting in line for food. Like, what? There's a reason people go down oh, man, south her for nana, food. Her, her, nana, her nana was the best, best cook. Oh, she was so good. Speaking of that, nobody, but, uh, hey, nobody's better than, um, like, whatever race or, or culture is, like, a homemade from, like, you can have a restaurant, man, but when someone cooks you, like, a plate where like nah, yeah, nothing beats, yeah, beats nana's nah, food. I, and, I, and, I, and and I and I am I am sorry. The best the best food I have to step in there, and I can't allow this to go any further. Is definitely Italian food. So uh, <laughs> fight me, fight me in the comment section below. Uh, nothing touches yeah. Italian food. My family is from Avellino, the same town as Tony Soprano, and. Uh, Hey, you got but, that. Hey, I got. I, I like all food, man. I'm simple, man. You give me a sandwich and a too. burger, man. I'm good. <laughs> I'm, I love all food too. But if I had, like, if I you you put me on death row, um, my mother's spaghetti and meatballs all day. That's all. I'm, that's all I need. I won't even go to a restaurant and order. I'll never do that. Yeah, ever. but that's real. Um, that's just, what I'm saying though, because you get the real love in it, man. Like someone actually, bro. and it's not that they're maybe like, oh, they love you, but they love what they're doing. When anybody loves what they're doing, whether podcasting, making music, making movies, making mm-hmm. documentaries, those are the people you want to support because they actually love what they're doing. They're not just doing it for a paycheck. Well, like a lot of people. Nah. Yeah, dude. It's it's unfortunate, and there's a lot. Of, and that's kind of circle back to what we're we were talking about circle earlier. Just um, <laughs> circle back. Um, you know that's why a lot of people do are hesitant when they see people try to uh, start a merch or merch line or try to monetize in any any way possible, um, because there are a lot of people that are fugazi, like they're out here. They're just you know, you know, just selling nonsense, and they don't like. For example, like in my opinion, the Simon Parks and the Charlie Wards, yeah. like I think they're just. I don't really listen to them. There's I don't either, and I, I I have a lot of, but I get a lot of messages from people about this, and I'm like, yo, like, step away from those guys. They're literally they're hopium salesmen. Like they're out here just they're they're pumping nonsense to to try to get views and and things like that. Um, at the end of the day, I don't I really don't like, bro. They deleted our YouTube. We lost all of our subscribers. Our Rumble account is nowhere near what our YouTube was. It's it's. They took us on Spotify. That hurt our numbers. Like, at the end of the day, we're going to keep doing what we're doing. Like, if they took us off all those platforms, guess what? We're still going to be making content We'll be on our website, WPRUSA.com. Like, we're always going to keep putting out content. Um, it's not about the money. It's just to make it better. But that's why people, you know, kind of have that feeling of, uh, towards people that are trying to uh, monetize their content. But I'm saying that, um, like, and, it's and I think they should, but... My whole point of, I think, bringing up this topic is I think people should think about it because if you enjoy the podcast or you enjoy someone's music or you like the clothes that they put out, 
you supporting it continues and makes that a company that can fight against yes. these companies that work. How are we going to change Hollywood? Agree. How are we going to change the music industry? How are we going to change radio, media, podcasting? The only way is by supporting shows like, uh, for me, No Agenda, uh, your show, uh, what's it mm -hmm. called? A Propaganda Report, Tom Woods. Uh, I could name forever, right? Absolutely. Well, well who's going to take those plays? Like, I truly believe, dude, wholeheartedly that we're going to win this war. Mm -hmm. I, I truly, with every fiber of my body, uh, especially with all the evidence that's coming out, that we're going to come out on top. It's not it's not hasn't happened on the uh, in the time frame that I would like. But again, it's not for me to dictate that. But I truly believe that we're, we're going to win. And um, when we do, fuck, I forget where I was going with that. Um, but, but that's <laughs> one thing, too, is that like um, I've talked about before a lot of times. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember. Who's going to take the place of all these mainstream media outlets? Because they're going down. Like, it, look what's going on in Myanmar. They're literally arresting all the media uh, heads of the media and the media pundits. They're arresting them all. Who's going to take their place? Who's going to be the ones to step up? The ones that have been putting in the time this entire time. The ones that have been at in the front lines, in the trenches, putting out news every single week. And it's going to be those who 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 enjoy it, like. People that enjoy your show are going to and your content are going to go towards your content. They're going to like and there's enough room for everybody. Like it doesn't just have to be two or three people like there should be thousands of, of places. And I, I'm a big believer in like when I do my research, I get my research. I literally look everywhere and I get all points of view. And then what I do is I take all of those points of view. I put them together. I look at it and I'm like, all right, let me come up with my own opinion about all of these points of view. I do the exact and same thing because. <laughs> I listen to like Jimmy Dore, who's far left. I listen to Tom Woods, who's like a, more, a libertarian, like old school libertarian. I listen to like Michael mm -hmm. Savage, who's like uh, more right. I listen to Alex Jones, who's a little bit more far right now. Uh, all, uh, different people that uh, are independents, because you're right. Because how am I going to form even a real call Alex Jones far right? Well, they're yeah. But I don't even know what to call. I honestly they, don't even know they, what to call. I wouldn't him know anymore, what to call. Honestly, like yeah, because. I found out about Alex Jones because of his hatred towards George Bush. Like I hated oh, yeah. George Bush as much. But he's season. like kind of like that's why he that's why I think the shield word does come around. And I don't I don't know like I, I don't, don't think he is. Trust yeah, him. but again, I still watch him. Why? Because he has some truth yes. in there. Like I tell people, someone told me the other day, they're like, "Oh, you posted yes. Fox News, and you know they're a bunch of bullshitters." I go, "Who cares? It's it's not about that. It's about and and if you read what I captioned it, I said, "Hmm, why are they?" Because it was about Lockstead. Uh, the lockstep, uh, lockstep program with Rockefeller and yeah. uh, Laura Ingram had it on Fox News. And I was like, I'm not saying that, oh, like, yeah, we won. I'm saying, why are they doing this? You, there's a strategic reason why they put stuff on the news and put them on certain mm -hmm. shows because they want us to believe in all the Tucker Carlson's. I like Tucker, but I also don't trust him. And I shouldn't. I don't you know what him. I mean? Like, does he? Because you know him. why? They never ever say about big. They never say the big pharma names. They'll like dance around it and they'll give you little half truths, but they never give you the half they truths. never give you the yes. full deal but you still those half truths are important for the research we're trying yes. to do and especially when people like me and you that are trying to find truth and formulate an opinion on something i can't just listen to one person because i know they're going to be biased i need to listen to all perspectives 100%. to really gain knowledge 100%. on the subject 100 percent. You're, you're you're absolutely right and i always talk about alex jones like i used to be a big Infowars alex jones person back in the day Love, like, and he was a major part of my oh, red yeah. pill, and, and not, or not even my red, my black yeah. pill, really, because I was very black pilled at the time. And uh, but my 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 awakening to what's really going on, 
And do I think he is controlled opposition? Yes. I think his job was to make us look all crazy. And when, when you bring up any sort of qu- – and you question any narrative, they immediately say, oh, you're one of those Alex Jones Infowars guys. You wear that tinfoil hat like Alex Jones. That's always the answer that you get from a Norman. It's always the answer. So I think that was what his mission was. But for him to be successful in that mission, he has to tell us truths. He has to be, be, be right and, and tell us some real things because otherwise the real truth seekers will see through the BS and call him out. Like I always loved uh, – I'm a big fan of Bill Cooper. Yeah, I was, was going to – Big, big fan. Uh, I think he is the ultimate truther. Like I think, um, you know, he is – will go down in history as one of the first people to really call these people mm-hmm. out. Uh, as hard as he did and he called alex jones big time on many occasions he was not an alex jones guy and this is going back you know he died in october of 2001 so this is going back years before 9-11 that he was calling alex jones uh being being you know yeah this was like mid 90s because uh when alex jones first came yeah. around and, you know then there's the the good old conspiracy a lot of people believe he's bill hicks but i would say to me the originator of all this like calling people out is is g edward griffin g edward griffin was like true but his was a little bit different but i would say that the next level was bill cooper because bill cooper really yes. un like he because i don't think uh, uh griffin had got that far yet but he was talking about you know the federal reserve and talking about communism how yes. they're infiltrating and a lot of these things that we're seeing now but cooper really pulled down the veil of like, no, man, it's like even worse. And then you start to get into like the David Ikes, which is sometimes I think he may be controlled opposition as well, but there's still have. I consider him similar to Alex Jones because he's the same way. He came out of nowhere. He was like some soccer player and boom. They have to tell the truth though. Like they cannot, if they lie to us, we'll see through that dude. Like us truthers are the best at seeking out bullshit. That's what we're really good at is seeking out bullshit. And I don't know. I've been in sales for a long time. I was talking to Reverse of Mockingbirds. Shout out to him. He's a legend. Yeah, shout out to him. Because he's, he's a he's a sale in sales as well. And I guess being, you know, it's in sales. You know, you're a you're a bullshitter half of the time. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you can. You, I see through when, and not only that, you have to see through the the homeowner or whatever you're selling person. You're you're your clients bullshit because they're always lying to you. Oh, I can't do it for this, that, and the other. And you have to understand that they're telling you no for the dumbest reasons ever and have to figure out a way around it. So, you know, us truthers, we're very good at sniffing that shit out. And if Alex Jones were to start spewing bullshit on a regular basis, people would have called him out long, long time ago, at least the average public. Um, and they have to give truth. Otherwise, their operation wouldn't work. And I th- I truly believe his job was to make us look crazy. Yeah, and to, like, he's that's a- why they use him, like, as he's, like, some used car, crazy used car salesman. Because when you see them make fun of him, they make fun of him not just being crazy, but, like, oh, look at him, how he sells, and he's he's grifting. And it's kind of putting that, planting yeah. that seed into the truther community of, like, look, there's grifters here. There's just people just telling you shit just to get money. Maybe the guy that you like also does this. So it plants that seed mm-hmm. for people. But I think people need to just listen. What I do is I just listen, and I can you can tell. I mean, maybe not everybody, but for me personally, I could tell when someone's being genuine and they're not. And, yeah, a lot of times – and yes. you can uh, – Alex has always been over the top, always been theatrical. So you could tell that he it would. He's a national treasure. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> he's a national treasure. Yeah, he's man. hilarious. He's so entertaining. Oh my god, I hate him. I I can't stand the guy, but I I, I watch because it's so entertaining. Oh, man, he's and funny. He does he does he does speak truths. Um, you're 100 percent right. And 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 back to your to your point earlier, it goes back to the point of sowing division. It goes back to that's what they're trying to do, and they're doing that within the community. And this is why 
to fully circle back again to our original topic, the division is stupid, man. Like where we go one, we go all isn't just some cool saying that we took from JFK. Like it's not just some like cool little slogan that we got going on. You have to really believe that shit. And it's not just the people in the community, because at the end of the day, a lot of these people that are against us and I, and this, this is the stuff that bothers me the most about what's going on in our country is the the division between friends and family like how many people you know in your life that you genuinely cared about or you know you you you, friend family whatever it may be and i'm sure many listeners feel the same way that cut you off because of your political beliefs or a statement you had said on facebook or something like that they know the person that you are they know exactly the type of individual that you are and what you're about because of one thing that you did or say or your, your political beliefs they completely cut you off and they want nothing to do with you, deleted you from all social media, they will not talk to you. And it's so sad to me because I would never, if, if, if random people online, yeah, get, get the fuck out of here. I have yeah. no time for you. But the people in your life, like I have so many people in my life that totally disagree with me and think I'm crazy, but I would never want the, to cut them off because they think I'm crazy. Like I still want to be friends. Like we could talk about other things. We could do other things. It doesn't have to be uh this 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 division and this hatred towards each other because we have different beliefs and it's sad and it, it, it truly hurts because there's so many people that I care about that won't talk to me that cut me off because of my beliefs and they're trying to do that in, in the movement as well they're trying to get us to hate each other by calling each other shills and grifters and things like that like we have to really believe that these people that that we cut off are just brainwashed because that's yeah. what they are they're brainwashed they they believe wholeheartedly. Some of them maybe it's just pride stepping in the way, and they they've been you know they've gone down this road and they've planted their feet in this this yeah. belief that they cannot go back as their ego, whatever it may be. But there's a lot of people that are just brainwashed. And when when we win, like I don't want to see these people die. I don't want to see them sent to reeducation camps. I don't want to see. It. I want them to just come back and be united with us uh, and be Americans again and and patriots and loving our country and wanting the best for every single American in this country rather than like, Oh, you believe this. I hate you for this. And and it's nonsense. Like where we go, one includes all of those people. It includes all of the people that, that we, so that we disagree with. We need to be Americans again. Like I watched the Islanders game the other day. Did you see? Oh, I saw it. Cause I, cause you posted it, man. And I watched it. The woman, I, I have chills right yeah. now thinking about it, dude. The woman singing the national anthem, the whole in New York, in Staten and Long Island, at Nassau Coliseum, all of the people in the stands started singing the national anthem. And the woman handled it perfectly. She just let the crowd take over and she knew the the moment was bigger than her. And it's which is crazy because that's her moment to shine to sing the national anthem in a playoff yeah. hockey game. Like that's a big deal. And she just stepped down and let the crowd go. And it, it, it gave me, it, it, it got me emotional. Yeah, it was beautiful to see that kind of unity, unity in our country. And it reminded me of post nine 11 when Sammy Sosa is running out with the American flags and the unity that we had and the patriotism that everybody had in this country. We need to get back to that. We need to get back to that feeling. And for a brief second, that hockey game brought that feeling back. It made me forget that a lot of those people in New York are probably morons and they probably believe that, you know, <laughs> orange man bad and like the like all this crazy nonsense and socialism is good. But 
at the same time, that second, it was just so nice to see and reminded me that we are all Americans. Yes. And we are all patriots at the end of the day. And that's what we need to get back to. I think for me, I've been uh, pretty fortunate. I'd say a lot. Like, I... Uh, like my circle was getting whittled down way before like a lot of like I've always been pretty outspoken. So like I kind of had uh, fortunate mm-hmm. for me, like my circle, they could give a shit what I think. They know what it like. Sometimes they'll be like, mm-hmm. like they don't really want to hear it, but they'll just listen to me yeah. ramble for a little bit. They'll yes you to that. And they'll yeah. go like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And and I'm, I appreciate that because they just that's just out of love. They don't really agree with me. And then I do the same for them sometimes. Like when I just like like say like I'm at my brother's or something and I know they're like. The family, like, they might be talking about some stuff. I'll just bite my lip. Like, you know, I I know the times in the places of, like, why are we talking yes. politics? No need. It's not a big deal. Or about the vaccine. I'll, I'll make some comments if they get a little bit crazy. But I kind of also rang it back. I'm pretty good at keeping it humorous and trying to, like, I poke fun at it and make everybody laugh instead of, That's like, the- hey, like, you fucking idiot. You fucking like that? Like, I'll be like, I don't know. Look at you. Like, I, like they like Joe Biden. Like, they voted for Joe Biden. I'll just show them, like, funny things that he did. Or, like, I'm like, it's pretty funny, though, right? Like. <laughs> no, the best way, the best way now, dude, like I used to be very loud and vocal, but the best way now, in my opinion, is to just ask questions. It's literally just at these people that have these beliefs ask questions based on what they're saying, because very quickly you'll see in their face them like realize what they're saying is fucking crazy. Like they're like, yo, this is fucking the, the dumbest shit ever. Like, I can't believe this is coming out of my mouth. Yep. But I'm going to keep saying it because I don't want to get caught to want them to realize that I'm a fucking yeah. idiot. And and then I'm going to go home and reassess this. But I, it happens all the time when you just ask questions based on what they're doing. Like, you know, with the jab, like, why are you getting the jab? And they tell you the reason. It's usually because they feel like it's the good thing. to do. Well, why is it the good thing to do? Like, who's telling you that? You know, you get them to start talking about it. And one question leads to another. And they realize they're like, oh, well. You know, if there's a 90 set there, they realize that the statistics don't add up. Why are they pumping yeah. all this stuff out? It very quickly, it happens and they see it because they but they see it themselves. It's not you telling them. You're it's right. Not you it, like they created the idea and, and it makes them more embrace it because it's like they uh, uh, what's it called? Um, like a grassroots, you know, organically thought of the idea themselves. Because yeah. I did I do that to a little bit of people, too, because when they say anything, I go, well, who told you you should take it? And they go, my doctor. I said, where are they a virologist? Oh, no, no, they're not. I was like, don't get me wrong. They know about, like, if they're a pediatrician, they've mm-hmm. dealt with, like, a pediatrician, I would trust a lot more knowing about vaccines because they deal with vaccines a lot more than somebody that's just running an urgent care. If you're in an urgent care or you're in a, a regular doctor practice, you're not doing vaccines for 60, 50, just the flu vaccine, which is the boom, boom, boom. You don't, And they don't question. They don't know what's inside of it. I would never it. get that either. Well, I've never got it either. But I'm saying, so they, they when they people say, like, oh, my doctor told me, I'm like, oh, okay, well, what does your doctor really know about it? Like, and what did they tell you about it? And then they tell you and they go, oh, mm-hmm. man, like, hey, whatever, man, whatever floats your... And then you're right. You do kind of create that thought bubble in their head so that maybe that time they still might not agree with you. But when they go home, they're definitely thinking about it and they're doing some of their own research. That's a good uh, tactic to get someone to do their own research. And, mm-hmm. and that's one thing I didn't uh, touch on with the whole tribalism and calling people grifters or whatever is what happened to questioning things? Why, why can't we question things? Why can't we uh, uh, figure out what's going on? Like 
when I do get pushback, because I I've, I have my thoughts on Trump, and, and and don't get me wrong, I would totally love if that shit happens. I'm the first one that'd be like, all right, let's get this started. Like I'll help out what I gotta help out, no matter what the mm-hmm. outcome is, as long as it's us yep. thriving as people and uh, raising the quality of life for every American. I'm with that 100. However, we ha- however we get there, you know what I mean. It doesn't matter to me, but I just uh, go when people get mad at me, I go. Dude, I'm just questioning, man. You're saying, hey, question things and do your own research. That's what I'm doing, and this is what I'm coming to the conclusion of. Maybe you have deciphered it better, but instead of telling me, fuck you, you're an idiot, maybe you can tell me how you got there. Whether And it's not just with Trump. It's the same thing with the on the left when I uh, ask about COVID questions, and I'm like, I'm just asking you a question, China. you know? Oh, China. China. I call the CCP. Because I go... Cause- no, it's the China virus, <laughs> because... No, it's the China virus. We might have to call the Fort Detrick pretty soon, man. Because I don't know, man. I think it might have came out of Fort Detricks. Well, no, I, I, I'm not saying that. I, I think you might be right in that. But at the same, at the same time, at the same time, China did cover it. Oh, 100 percent, bro. And 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 every virus is always called by the region, man. Every single, the the Spanish flu. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) Uh, uh, The Hong Kong flu in the 60s. Yeah, dude. It's it's it's. It's silly. It's it's like the, again, they're just trying to f- scream racism at the dumbest thing in the world, um, tri- you know. But uh, I every time someone says uh, coronavirus or or COVID, I immediately I'm like, no, China, China. <laughs> it's from China. I don't care who it is. I'm for because ba- because of Fauci. Yeah, if you yeah. go back to our original episode, like our early episodes when this start first started, I always called it the China. I don't think I've ever called it coronavirus or COVID on our show ever. It was always the China virus from China. Um, and now that the Fauci emails came out and all these people are saying, oh, it, it, it wasn't from China. It wasn't from a lab. I'm now shoving it down your throat because you were wrong the entire time. And I'm not going to I'm not just going to let it slide. Like, that's what our problem is. We were letting it slide them and, and not holding them accountable for being wrong. Now, I like my father, he would he wouldn't listen to a damn thing that I that uh, I was saying about Dr. Fauci and china virus and, and all this he's like you're crazy it's, it's stupid after the fauci emails came out bro for two days straight just fucking email after email after email just blowing his phone up with all the things because it came from fucking yeah. china we now know that he dr fauci knew this and yes you could be right the dietrich lab uh you know people forget about charles dr charles lieber and the chinese nationals that got caught like that's a very important part of but the fact story, is it did 100%. it did get released in china 100 yes, percent. That's the it was it wasn't a, a wet lab, a, a wet market. It was a, a, a from a lab. Dr. Fauci knew we funded it and our tax paying dollars went to it. Why is Obama, Barry Sortetto and Fauci out there? Like it, it's it's so obvious. And now now it's 100 percent fact that this happened. And I'm no longer going to allow people to get away with it when they say COVID or coronavirus. Excuse me. I immediately blurred out China, China, <laughs> China. Hey, but I got to say, man, no matter what, and I've always told people this, and that's why a lot of people, I think that even though I do get some pushback, I think I get a lot of like love, even from Trump supporters. Like I can make fun of Trump uh, because they like me, though. Maybe not everybody could, but because they can go, ah, he doesn't care. He, he hates all of them. So they kind of like, it's like the old SNL, like where you go, well, they have to make fun of everybody. Not how it is well, now where they only make fun of the right. That's all they do. It's... <laughs> It's it's sad that people don't have the thought process where where you're okay. Like for me, I can understand 
why people are blackpilled or think that things aren't going swimmingly in our country. I can understand that. Like, it's an easy thing to see, especially if you've been a, 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 a quote unquote conspiracy theorist, a truther for a long time. It's very like it almost seems like we're fucked unless you're unless you're looking at things from a, a, a certain lens and not everybody is looking through the same lens right now. And I I'm the type of person that at this point in my life and this point in my red pill journey, I'd much rather take the red pill than the black pill because uh, I, I'm 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 a big believer in hope and positivity and, you know, collective thought and you know the power of positive i i truly believe in that stuff and um it, it i'd much rather go down that path than be stuck because otherwise i'd be super depressed man i'd be like yo we're well, see i like, i see the, and that's crazy because like people have we've i've started to hear this black pill because even the red pill this is all new to me kind of like i know the red pill we talked about a little bit with the matrix and stuff like that but when i was when yeah. we were tr- digging stuff up I touched on this with uh, Maria a little bit. We just didn't call it like we didn't. It was like more for me. It was always like the liberty movement. Like maybe that's just me because what I was getting involved in, maybe the conspiracies because I was a big Ron Paul guy. So I was like, I was was, my thing is like, man, I don't even think of it a red or a a black pill. Like because sometimes people think like I'm uh, maybe like a doomerish kind of person. And I go, hell no, bro. Like I I don't believe in the plan. I don't believe that's what it is. But I also but 100 percent know for a fact that human beings are something you can't conquer. Like, yeah, there will be some rough times, but I don't I don't see it as we're going to be corralled. I think that there's far more of us. Because not just conspiracy, there's so many anti-state, there's so many liberty people, there's so many red pill people, black pill people, all these mm-hmm. people, they're, they're, they're huge numbers. There's so many people now that don't even trust the media. I, I think that I see nothing but great, uh, uh, I see a rough, rocky road ahead of us. I think that we're starting to see the cracks. Now, whether that be somebody infer- uh, you know, actually... Uh, pulling the strings and trying to make that or is it just us doing that because i think we give a lot of credence to like governments and stuff because even with like the civil rights movement i always like to say this when the civil rights movement happened and they passed some legislation it was already improving itself by the people the people have to do it themselves and that's what people have to realize is all these things like uh martial law or vaccine passports or anything of that sort or fema camps all or or taking away our guns the government will never do that. The only way they will do that is they will influence people. And once they have enough people like they do in China, uh, the CCP has a perfect blueprint of that. So what they do is they get mm-hmm. people to police themselves because there's no way the government has enough resources and manpower to actually do that. But if you can get if you can trick the people into snitch on, snitch each, on each other and to police and control themselves, it's easier. And I think uh, I have a lot of faith in the youth because I look at like uh, my daughter's 18, right? And she like likes a lot of like uh, hip hop and stuff like that. And uh, she fought, she showed me this page. It's called like uh, Say Cheese or something. You know, they, it's like a, like a, a little uh-huh. youngster hip. They they have little articles on there sometimes, and then like they like kind of like a TMZ, and then they'll pu- uh, play some young people. Uh, I see people on there, and when they post something about the vaccine or like someone getting caught for selling bootleg cards, 
every comment, and these are all young people. They're like, well, I ain't getting that shit. Fuck that shit. Like, fuck all that. Like, none oh, of these yeah. people want. So I think there's, like, the one thing that we forget about, like, I know we talk, like, not me personally, but a lot of people talk down on, like, the, oh, the youth fucked it up. It, every generation was better than the previous generation. That's, you know, that there's all that argument. But to me, there's so much hope because these motherfuckers ain't trying to take that shit. They're a lot more woke than that than the establishment and the state and all these people really believe. A lot of these guys don't they don't yes. trust they may not like believe everything we say or they not be conspiracies, but they know damn well not to trust the government or the media. Now you see all these young TikTokers, like all Trump supporters, like it's 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 really wild to see. And I think it, it skips a generation and they're starting to see through the BS propaganda that they're spewing at these kids, um, which is really cool because it started with our generation where they were really starting to brainwash the kids in school. And then the the generations after us really got hit heavy. And you could mm-hmm. see it with, you know, them going to college like normal human beings coming out looking like I don't even know liberal, like, you know, short hair. Like, it's crazy what they're doing. It's fucking crazy. But uh, I think uh, it's 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 there's a lot of hope i i really truly believe that um and you're right i think there's going to be a rough road ahead but i don't think it's going to be as long as many think i really don't and i think what we're seeing right now like you said the cracks i think we're seeing this the, the dismantling of the the global elite and these these elites that are have been in control for a very very long time i think that's what we're starting to see and and where it's coming from is us we the people and that's why it's it's the, things are happening the way that they're happening right now because it like you said it has to come from us we the people and i see all these these parents going to these school board meetings and overthrowing their school boards and starting a new one and you know voicing their opinion and getting loud and doing these things and removing their mayors and and literally starting their own local governments like wild stuff is happening but it's it's happening from us we the people and if it doesn't like if the government like and this is what i think people um because i know you're not a big q guy but i think this is what people get misconstrued with q everybody thinks that q is this big savior that's supposed to come and save us and they're gonna you know come and save the day and if they were to come and do something like that there would never be lasting change. Everybody would just go back to doing what they were doing before and how long till it happens again. It won't be too long till it happens again. So it has to come from us, we the people. It has to come from us. And if you look at history, people like Andrew Jackson did this exact same thing because he had his election stolen and went to we the people and people stood up and took it back. Um, the, things like this have happened in history. What if, what if, uh, you just, just going off because you kind of got me because... When you were saying it, it got me thinking, what if even Q, uh, the whole design, because since people are deciphering it, you know, that doesn't mean the way they're deciphering it's right. You know what I mean? Like I can have an equation no, and I can be writing out the yep. equation and you're like, no, 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 you got to move this. And you're like, oh, my God, I totally get it now. What if the whole mm-hmm. operation or what its intentions were, whether it be AI, whether it be Trump, whether it be uh, whoever it may be that started it, maybe it was never uh Somebody having a white hat's taking over, but maybe it was just something to spark the people to take back what they had lost. That's exactly what I think it was, because I truly believe that if there was no Q, there would not be millions of people 
that are sharing this information far and wide. There would Dude, be no. You, we've been we've been doing this, like you said, for a minute. I mean, I'm not podcasting necessarily, but I've been digging through truth forever. And mm -hmm. like you said, mm -hmm. it was it's way more normalized to talk about this, man. There's no way we could be talking about the Rothschilds and Adrenochrome and and a one world government like so many more people. That's why like people be looking at you like if I what? started this page ten years ago, it would have it would have been it wouldn't have grown as fast because people are like oh you're kind of kind of jumping man you're kind of reaching a little, little crazy. yeah a little crazy for yeah, me kind of reaching I still get that today I still get that I'm like how what do you like at this point like. To me, after seeing all the things that we see, nothing would surprise yeah, me. Like, it, it, <laughs> nothing. Like, uh, it's crazy. Like, they're like, uh, people are like, uh, like I see even truthers. They're like, yeah, Blue Beam is going to happen, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, and space isn't real. I'm, and then I see other truthers that are like, yo, aliens are real, space is real, and, and, and all this stuff is going to I'm like, yo, I have no fucking clue. One, one, one's going to be right and one's not going to be, but they both are very possible. I have no fucking idea. Maybe, maybe both happen. Maybe Blue, Blue Beam actually plays out how they planned it with the religious leaders. But like all these things are, we have no idea until it actually but happens. But what are we going to do about it? You know what I'm saying? It's so, enough that we could but, say like, because I've been digging and you've been digging and I'm starting to, uh, I don't know, what's that dude from Canada? I think his name's Christian, maybe? That, that like buff. Oh, uh, yeah, his name right. Uh, um, the Chris dude, the dude right? that's out there, like, Chris something. Yeah, I forget his name. Oh, he's man. he's a legend. He's out there. He's killing. I, yeah, it. I'm gonna post his stuff. He's but killing. um, dude, I love his perspective. He even uh, touched on Q a little bit. He goes, I don't believe in a Q. Yep. I don't. I, I have nothing. He's all. But at the same time, I don't care if you do, or or like one way, like not even a negative way. I I just want us to get this freedom. If it means to go with that, yes. I'm with that. I don't care. And yes. I'm the same way. I'm no, like, 100%. we don't care. Like, if 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 once you, because sometimes you give me information where I'm like, man, I gotta look into that. I that that like right now, you mm -hmm. just gave me that thought. I'm like, well, that does make a lot of sense. That somebody could, they know that the power is it with the people. You can do yes. anything with the That's government. That's where it's always been. But if you don't, because there wouldn't be people, uh, in these school board, uh, uh, uh shutting down school boards, wouldn't be people nope. shutting down, um. Uh, just the whole protest or talking about lockdowns. It, yes. it gave us a platform sharing yes. information because, yes. dude, I don't know about you. I, I, I'm, an, I'm a firm believer that we're fighting. In, we're, we're in a war and we're fighting an information war. That's what we're in right now. It's irregular warfare at its finest. That's what we're battling. And we're battling the global elites information against the truth because they and, and it's very difficult and it's very hard battle for us because they have such a wide net that casts over and they the have what, much more resources media. than us. And they, and they're yes. very more, they're, yes. <clears throat> they're more uniformed. We're all, we're, we're yes. little like funk factions everywhere, you know? So, but it's not even that like, so if Q didn't happen, there would be just a few small group of individuals like you and I, who have been saying this stuff for decades, that this stuff is rigged, that this is going on. These people are evil FEMA camps force vaccination, so on and so forth. The things that we've been saying for decades at this point, we'd be still being those people, but there would be no organization. There'd be no community. And it would just be a few random voices. That's all it would be. And now because of Q, there is literally millions of people that are sharing this information far and wide, not just here in America, but all over the world. world. And, and they're fighting for freedom. That's what they're fighting for. They're literally fighting for freedom because a lot of people in the world that are that are following this closely realize that American America is the last beacon of hope 
for freedom. If America falls, the rest of the world falls, and we go to a one-world government. And they they realize this. So I truly believe that Q is there to get us to start thinking for ourselves because a lot of people say, uh, oh, Q is only talking about things that a lot of conspiracy theorists have been talking about for years. True, yes. I knew about Epstein in, in 05, 06. I was talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Um, you know, these are things that we all knew, but what it did is it brought us together and it also caused millions of other people to start questioning the narrative because, and that's why I think the importance of the, the, the cryptic messages was it, it promoted people to think for themselves. It got people thinking like the people that actually looked at the posts. And the big issue now is most people, 99.9% of people in this community have never actually read the posts. They only look at other people's uh, Instagram and social media accounts and their take on what the post actually says, rather than going to the post, reading it and trying to decipher it for themselves and figure out what's what for themselves. Cause the whole purpose was to promote free thought. It was to, to, to bring people together and promote free thought to break out of that mainstream media matrix that everybody's in. And I don't think millions of people would have broken out of that mainstream media matrix if it wasn't for something like Q and people get it, they get, they get, they, they get it messed up. And I think the proofs, like there's so many exact proofs and I've talked about it on your show before the McCain proof, the Soleimani proof, the Brexit proof, the, the, the tip top shape proof, the Q74 fire engine proof. Like there's so many that are so exact and those are there. I really think to show you that there are people that are still inside our government that are, are, want to save our republic that stand for freedom it's not because if you're not if th- that wasn't there optically it would look like they're all against us like it's everybody yeah. in the government because that's how it looks like they're all they're all in on it and meanwhile there's still people behind the scenes that we probably don't even see that we've like never met like people like general flynn because we wouldn't know who general flynn was unless they did yeah. what they did to him that was the only reason we know about General Flynn. But people like General Flynn, who are true patriots that want to see this republic thrive and want it, want it to be restored, are working behind the scenes. And that's what those proofs were, were, were for. Because we can't – the people, yes, are very powerful. But we need, we need also people inside the government to help us. It has to – that's the and only maybe way. Maybe it was it's also a way of somebody, uh, like you said, kind of touch back what we uh, were talking about earlier is – it shows people that oh, there's more people that think like me, and and it makes people uh give give people yes. courage to speak up. Maybe now you've seen a yes. lot more whistleblowers. Now people are like okay, so people won't chastise me. People are not going to kill me for 100%. saying this, and you're able to get people to connect and and uh, build something because now we know that if you think you're the uh, most humans when they think they're uh, the only person that thinks something, they're just going to be quiet and go with program. Now, there is people like me and you that no matter what, we're going to be like, this is my truth. I'm going to keep saying it. I don't care if you don't like it. Mm-hmm. But the, most people, the masses, are just want to just like, you know what? I don't want to rock the boat. I don't want to make anybody upset. I, I think maybe I'm wrong. I can't. There's nobody else that thinks like me, so let me. J-. But now you're seeing like, oh, so, you think like that too? Whoa, man, I always thought that. Because mm-hmm. people always had little thoughts about the government. You know what I mean? People have known. Always. And now they're getting the chance always. to relate to other people of like, oh, man, you thought that way this whole time? Oh, my God, I feel so like. And they were able to connect. And that's why I built such a a following because people uh, it had a lot of people that were left out that felt like they had no place to go. So it gives you, so that's why, like for me, that's why I think I always worry because I know how the government works. So I think that's why Q has always been something that I worry about because there is all kinds of traps. And, and I think as long as people think like you, 
where they take it like as okay, this is what I think, and I hope I have, this. But you're always prepared for the next that it could be this and the possibility. But the people that fall into it cult, cultish like that are like it's always this, and I'm like, first of all, plans change. You know what I mean? Even if there is a plan, it's strategic. Like not saying it changes. Like I'm saying, like I, I always give people like a, a little so olive branch I, I because if you say that this is going to happen on, if you time. say this is going to happen in March, right? And it's a military operation. It's it's very understandable to see that that military operation could have happened in June because it couldn't happen in March because of things change because when strategies of well, war are not exact all the time they, they can be I'm just saying like they may have found a better option so when, when people do so I oh, go for it I agree with I agree with you I agree with you that plans do change but I also uh, think it's very important to reference that Q has never given any dates or times or any time frame as to when this plan was going to end. And that's because of the anons, the people on gotcha. Instagram that are falling into this trap of saying, oh, this is going to happen then, this is going to happen then, because they're deciphering things gotcha. a, a certain way. And they're look, there has never been a time frame or anything like that. And the reason why I do disagree with you that plans change with this specific plan was because of those exact dates and times. Like, like for example, the McCain proof. Like, on, on July 25th of 2018, at 4.28 in the afternoon, Q posted, no name returns to the headline, referring to John McCain. Okay, we never say a trader's name. We knew he was – I knew he was a trader well before Q. Okay, I yeah, never trusted 100%. that guy. So he never – he always referred to him as uh, no name. So he said, no name returns to the headline, and that post was made on July 25th at 4.28 in the afternoon. A week goes by, nothing happened. And I remember watching the post, reading the boards, and me and my buddy were so pumped. Like, ah, because at the time, remember, John McCain has been MIA for like six-plus months. He's been – hasn't been seen or heard from, and the only time he has been, his walking boots were switching sides, and we had already picked up on this. So – I was super excited. I was like, oh, man, maybe something's going to happen. Maybe got arrested. Like something big is going to happen. Nothing. A week by two weeks, nothing. Three weeks, nothing. One month to the day, August 25th, 2018, at 428 in the afternoon, the New York Times posted an article that John McCain was announced dead at 428 in the afternoon. How do you know that exact time and date a uh, month in advance? Down to the minute. Then the Soleimani proof. On, on January 2020, like 2020 was a hot yeah. year, dude. We didn't, it started out hot. We blew up G General Soleimani on January 3rd, 2020. Like that's how the year started. Three days into 2020, we're blowing yeah. up this guy to smithereens. Okay. But if you're going to write a, a paper and uh, for school, like an essay, and you're putting your date on it for January 3rd, 2020, you're going to write it out 1 3 20, correct? Correct. That's how you'd write it out for school. So you go to post 1320, which just so happens to be posted in May of 2018. And the whole entire post is about how POTUS took control of Iran and we, we eliminated the uh, deep state connection to the terrorist organizations today. It was literally down to the, the exact date. Then on Janu January 31st of 2020, what happened? Brexit officially took place. OK, they they took the flag down from the European yeah. Union and removed England from that. It was on January 31st, 2020. OK, Brexit was voted on in 2016. and It has been something that's been in the balance for a very long time. And they've been fighting to get make it official since 2016. European Union is a major piece to their one world 100%. government. That was like their test run. 
that was like their test run. Remember, they wanted to and do the America. It, um, what was it called? The, yep, the American yeah. the, 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 and bring the, the America. Yeah, yep. The Euro. And they wanted it yep. to be Canada, and, America, and um, yep, Mexico. Yep, South. Yep. So that's what they wanted to do. So by England leaving the European Union is a huge blow to that one world government agenda, and they've been fighting to make that happen for a long time. On January thirty first of two thousand and eighteen, Q happens to post in big bold letters twice Freedom Day. Freedom Day. January 31st, 2022 years to the day, Brexit officially takes place. How do you get those things so exact, down to the minute, down to the day, years in advance, on multiple occasions, on multiple occasions, once maybe is a coincidence, on multiple occasions, there's no way you can tell me that there's not a plan behind the scenes of, of that, that, that things are happening behind the scenes to, to, to help restore this republic. That's down to the minute, down to the day, that exact. There, there's, a, there's definitely a plan in place. And uh, I, I think we're, what we're seeing right now, because this is called the Great Awakening. Yeah. This is, this, that's what it's called, the Great Awakening. And if you notice what the, the global elites are promoting is the Great Reset. Yep. That's what they're promoting. So it is 100% the Great Awakening versus the Great Reset. That's what we're battling. And the Great Awakening is awakening the American public, we the people, to, to, to see what's going on. And this is why it's an information war because the information is so important. The truth is so important right now, more so than ever. And if they do things in this country without the people awake to it or aware of what's really going on, it will cause a civil war. And a civil war is the worst situation possible because like we stated earlier, we have friends and family that completely disagree with us that we'd be fighting against. And that's in everybody's situation. Nobody is, is, is isolated from that. It's not like everybody on your team will be on your team if we went to a civil war. It, it, it would cause crazy, crazy division, just like it did in the original civil yeah. war where family members were fighting family members. Okay. It wouldn't be any different, and it, Americans would be killing Americans. And it wouldn't, and, and it would sad. not uh, bring the quality of life up for any of us. It, it would only no. make it more of a totalitarian type of government because you know that's when a totalitarian government steps in because, like, you guys, it's like getting in trouble at school. Like, you know what? You guys can't act right. Everybody's on fucking detention, and it will be, like, stricter. So, so walk with me on this little journey because I think it's important to realize this stuff. And think about if Donald Trump had won the election and things got overturned and Donald Trump had won. The American public would not be seeing any of the things that we're seeing happen right now. And I think, in my opinion, a lot of this is waking up a lot of people. And I say on our show all the time, every single week, there's more people awake to the situation this week than there were last week. And it's been going like that every single week. It may not be as fast as we'd yeah. like. But every single week, because it has to personally affect these people. And we know better than anybody because we've been telling these people till we're blue in the face for decades at this point and no one wanted to listen. So until it affects them personally and everybody is a little different. So some people are it's the election fraud that's waking them up. They're seeing it. They're doing the research. They're seeing it. That's what's waking up. Some people it's the border crisis. They're like, oh, they said they were going to do this, that and the other. It's actually worse now that they're in office and Kamala is not, not even going down there. That's waking them up. Some people, it's the gas prices. Some people, it's the insulin. Some people, it's the lumber prices. There's so many different things that are affecting people that are waking them up. And if, if Trump stayed in office, would never have happened. Gas prices would still be below $2. 
you know, the border situation would be much better. These things wouldn't be happening this way. People wouldn't be questioning the election. They wouldn't be saying like we. I've been saying since two thousand and four because I, I I I've not studied my history. I know about the yep. skull and bones. Most people don't. Yep. They don't realize that that both John Kerry and George Bush were both members of the Skull and Bones. And they're 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 one of the things that they do is anytime they have a uh, opportunity to promote a brother, they're going to over family members and everything. So uh, I knew right away that everything was rigged. I knew right off the deck. It was like, yep, this is oh, rigged. Yeah. There's, there's no way you could tell me it's not. And uh, and I was like 14 years old at the time. And I've been saying it for years. Now we're seeing it in real time. And now people who, who the people that said we were crazy, oh, that's not rigged. They didn't care about John Kerry and George Bush. They're now like, wow, actually, it is it is pretty rigged. They rigged it pretty hard. And we're seeing all of their tactics that they used play out in front of us. Now we're also seeing Dr. Fauci, the good doctor, is playing out in front of us right now before our eyes. That's waking up millions yeah. of people that are seeing it like, yo, I love this guy. I thought he was the he was a hero. He lied to his bold bold face. Right to our face, like didn't even care. Straight had a had a bracket. He created a, a, a literally a, a March Madness bracket. It was a game to them, and that people see this stuff and they're like, "Nah, this is fucked." And they're waking up now that they're questioning that. And you know how it goes. Once the switch goes on, there's no turning yep. it off. Once you start questioning one thing, you got to look at another thing. You're like, "Oh, if they lied about this. Let's see what else they lied about." And then you start going down this rabbit hole, and you're like, "Holy shit, these crazy conspiracies!" I guess I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist now. Because you start seeing the truths. And if Trump had won, none of that would have happened. It would have just been business as usual. There would be no end in sight for the China virus. We wouldn't be opening up the country. We wouldn't be you know, doing all of that. We'd still be full lockdown, media full pumping. John, Donald Trump's this crazy dictator, and that's all we'd be getting. Now everything that's happening, Donald Trump is completely isolated. He has nothing to do with it. According to the media, he's just playing golf, enjoying his retirement and not having to do anything. And if he was in office, you wouldn't be able to do this stuff about Fauci. They'd be saying, oh, Donald Trump is trying to remove him. Andrew Cuomo and party tits in New York. Oh, Donald Trump is going after him because he's not listening to his coronavirus mandates. And uh, Mussolini, same thing in California. Whitmore in, in Michigan, where you're at, they wouldn't be able to attack them if Donald Trump was still in office because they, the media would be out there. Oh, it's a political hit. It's a political hit. They try to do that now, but no one believes him because Donald Trump is out playing golf. They're like, oh, why, what does Donald Trump do? Yeah. He's got no power. He's a civilian it's now. It's crazy because right after so the election, uh, and I got pretty hammered on this, I posted it right after, well, the announcement of Biden winning, you know, <laughs> and I posted something and I said, hey, maybe this is a blessing in disguise. And people are like, oh, I can't believe you would think this is a blessing. I'm like, yeah, because... Not only what you, everything you're saying, but all those people that are like, they would have just like fell asleep. Like, all right, Trump's doing good. Don't worry about it. Like, even if there was the media push, mm -hmm. like, so you'd have no new people following and all the people that were following, listening, they'd be like, we won. Don't worry about it. Let's go back to our jobs. Would no, you'll fix yep. it. Yep. Absolutely. No, you're 100% right. This, this puts everything front and center, puts a spotlight in there, on everything. And never in our lifetime have been, there have been so many eyeballs on, uh, politics and the political spectrum. There's never in our lifetime where this many people are paying attention to what's really going on. Because most people are really, their headline researchers are like my father who works 80 hours a week, comes home, turns in the news for an hour and goes to sleep. Watches the Yankee game, goes to sleep. Doesn't really pay very, very yeah. close attention like to my it. my brother. Out of way. sight, out of mind. Yeah. So 
it's it, 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 it's now getting eye, those eyeballs on, on on people people's eyeballs on these things, and people are seeing this stuff, and now they're starting to question. And you see the the rally from the American people that are standing up, and and wouldn't this wouldn't happen? People wouldn't be going to the school boards. They'd still they'd be letting them teach them critical race theory and transgender agenda and and this crazy nonsense that they're teaching to our kids like the sex classes where they're teaching elementary school kids how to masturbate and about anal sex like parents wouldn't be standing up they wouldn't care they just ah cool whatever because it would just be business as usual i'm focused on this the kardashians this the sports game the whatever the, 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 the emmys that that's what they'd be focused on but now because everything is so front and center people are focusing on it they're looking at it and i don't think it would happen this way if trump had won I really I don't. agree with you 100%, I think it I, especially like and this could get us into our meat and potatoes uh, part of this is the audit is a huge all the audits going on is huge because mm-hmm. uh, before the Arizona, I know a lot of people talk about the Arizona one. But to me, and I briefly talked to you about it, the one that to me that's been the most important is Georgia Garland because uh, Garland um, has he's a. Uh, 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 he's uh, what's it called? I can't remember, but he knows his whole uh, job is knowing political um uh how voting processes and and voting rights yes. and he put together the best case i'm uh, before the audits but the case that he's going in court that's why none of his has been thrown out he's been quiet that's why the media has never talking about him never. and if you want to hear a lot well, about him you've got to listen to uh monica and them on uh, the prop- uh the propaganda report they have him on and they the and to mind you those hosts aren't uh, right-wing people or left-wing people. They're more libertarian-ish, and they just want to know, because we've all known, like you said, that there's rigged elections, and now we're finally getting the chance to push for these audits that people have wanted these for years. <coughs> this is not like some people have wanted these to see what's actually going on, and we're finally getting the chance because we know the Dominion uh, machines are, are fraudulent. We know that there's been dead people voting for decades. We know that they, there's uh, uh, been people uh, ballot harvesting, all these things. Even James O'Keefe has uh, showed a couple of the ballot uh, harvesting stuff. So what is your take on these audits right now? Like, uh, I know you know a lot more, like, about the uh, Arizona. I know they're on their last ballot, right? I mean, their last pallet of ballots. Yeah, so I think it's very exciting stuff, man. Because, like you said, we've been wanting this stuff done for for longer than just this election. And this is why it's so important that Trump didn't win, because this wouldn't be happening if Trump won. It wouldn't. We wouldn't be be seeing this stuff unfold. And now the entire country is going to see how rigged it is. Because I don't think it's going to come back that it was even close. I think it's going to come back that they rigged it like a lot, yeah. a lot, like really, really badly. And it's not even going to be close. Like they say that that Biden won by 10,000 votes in Arizona. Like it's not even like he's not even going to sniff close to 10,000 votes difference. It's going to be like a major, major difference in Maricopa County. And uh, I re- I'm really excited for it, not just because this is something that we've wanted for a long time and we're going to see how rigged the election actually is, but it's also the first domino. I don't think Maricopa County is going to flip anything or, 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 or change anything legally, at least right off the bat, but I think it's going to be the first domino because what's going to happen, in my opinion, after they release the information, it just so happens that the count should be done on June 14th. It just so happens to be Donnie's birthday, also happens to be Flag Day, and also happens to be the, the day that the U.S. Army was created in 1775. 
So just coincidentally, all of those things happen to be the same day in this historic. Because at the end of the day, when history is written, when that count is is revealed, because I, I I don't don't expect any information to come out on June yeah. 15th. Like don't the count the count will be finished, but don't expect them to be like, all right, the count's finished. Here's the information. That's not how it's going to happen. It's going to take a couple of weeks after the count is finished for us to get some of the information. But, um. I think it's going when you look back in history, that day is going to be one of the most historic days to, to uh, for saving our republic and restoring our republic in when history is written, um, because the the ballot. I think it's going to be very bad. I think it's going to be overwhelmingly point, obvious that dominoes have already started following. Like you said, like well, I mean the Georgia case Garland had for a while. He's been pushing that and holding tight yes. on there, but. Uh, now Arizona, and they have pushed for Michigan, well, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, so the Garland case is a, is a little different, though, because the, these are these the, the cases that are still going. People don't even realize that there's so many mm-hmm. cases that are still going for this election. It's not just the Garland case. There's cases oh, yeah. all over the country, and 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 they only talk, the media is like, oh, Trump lost all of his cases. They don't talk about the cases that are still going on. They just say, oh, he lost all of them. Ah. You know, he didn't he didn't win any cases. He was he was way off base. He was just, you know, reaching. Meanwhile, there's still cases going on and Garland's being one of them. They're a little different than the the actual audit because Fulton County, they're going to go to a forensic audit and they've already found like 30,000 plus dead people that voted like 30,000. That's a lot of a lot of votes. Um, and uh, you have all of this going on. And I think. Maricopa County is going to be the first to go and the media is going to spin the narrative that it's, Oh, it was a glitch. It was a one-off. It shouldn't happen. Then when Fulton County happens, then when the Garland case goes through, when Pennsylvania happens, cause they're all yeah. down there visiting like yesterday they yeah. were there and there's like seven, seven different States there. They're all going to go to a forensic audit, all of them. And when they, once one falls, then the second one falls, you can no longer say it's a glitch. It was a one-off. It's, it's clearly a pattern. And they won't be able to hide. And all they need is two states to decertify to 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 get this this whole ball rolling, which I think is going to happen. I think because Maricopa County is literally two point three out of the three point six million votes in Arizona, and it's it like it drives me nuts that people even question this because, again, history tells a a, a pretty detailed story of this of this Maricopa yep. County. They haven't voted Democrat since 1948. Since 1948, they haven't voted blue. Okay, they've been a red county since 1948. The days before the election, there was a 96 mile long yeah. car parade in Maricopa County. 96 miles. It wasn't put together by Trump and his administration. It was put together by people that support the president. And you're telling me that a guy who never left his basement, that probably went went to Maricopa County once during the whole entire campaign and and called it a lid on the day at 9 (laughs) a.m. Won a county that's never been blue since 1948. There's no way. There's no way. So I really think it's going to be overwhelmingly uh, bad for this this audit. And it's going to show how much fraud there actually was. And it's going to start the ball rolling um, with the whole entire election for it. Because now you can no longer say uh, we're crazy conspiracy theorists as much as you want to. Like, there's more than enough evidence already with them boarding things up and, and, and everything that we already know about the election. But now it's, it's 100% real, factual. The audit came through. They did a forensic audit. There's no more guessing and assuming. It's, the evidence is real. And it cannot be de- denied 
at all. Anybody that says that uh, election fraud is a conspiracy theory, you're just not paying yeah. attention at all. Like you're completely a judge doesn't like, even allow like that's what I'm saying too. Uh, and it's ironic too that like I mean not just ironic but like uh, that puts more um, push to have these happen because it's all states that he had to win. They were all like swing states, all states that that he yep. needed to gain. And it's like the because remember in the of the election they were like he has to win these five states or something. And and how is it just so happens that all those states that they're there that because. He was up by 800,000 in PA the night the election got called. Like 800,000 votes he was and up like by. Like I Come say, on. man, and I say this because all the time I go, I've never been and never may never be a Trump supporter, but I, that gives me more of an unbiased opinion. So I'm like, I get it where I was around, but everywhere I was around, I, I didn't see any Joe Biden stuff. What? I didn't see any what? Joe Biden what? bumper stickers. I didn't see... All I saw was Trump things. Like, I, I and I went all around Michigan. It's not like I was just in one area. Like, you know, every now and then you'd see, like, one Biden sign. And, and I get the whole, like, well... Like, I just don't see how people are going to vote for... Like, why are you going to take Sean, off time me, from me, work for someone you don't want to vote for? You know what I mean? <laughs> let me take a crack. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. <laughs> let, me, let me take a crack at something real quick. So, because you've been going down these rabbit holes... For a long time and you've been going doing a lot of research for a very long time and when you say you don't know if you'll ever be a trump supporter um i'm just curious because to me there's a few telling things that make me believe and by no means is this guy like a mm -hmm. saint like by no like he's he's what i like about him is is that he is one of us he is a human being like he does have his flaws i love that about him but in the political sphere in the in in us in patriot land and good versus evil land because that's what we're fighting right now it's good versus evil i truly believe that trump is on the side of good i truly truly believe that with every fiber of my body and the reason why i do is because there is no reason for the media to literally try to destroy this man and do everything that they did to this guy for no reason like just to just to cause division just to keep us divided like there's literally no reason because they could have done it way way simpler they've could have left so many people out of it they didn't have to do it they did general flynn to, to get that division narrative they didn't have to arrest epstein or do any of these major pedophile arrests like peter nygaard or nexium or any of the all the human trafficking arrests they didn't have to do any of that stuff to to, to sow that division they they literally attacked everything about this guy to the to down to his diet, and it was twenty four seven from day one. Like it, it, there was no breathing room because as soon as Russia ended, it went straight to Ukraine call and Adam Schiff reading the parody on 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 in front of Congress. Then it went to impeach. As soon as impeachment was done, the day they walked the impeachment articles, the first COVID positive, the China virus patient came to America. Like just on that exact day, that's not a coincidence. Then you have them literally trying to – then after China virus, is race wars. Then as soon as that died out, back to China virus. And then they went back to another impeachment. Like it's been nonstop attacks. And we know that January 6th was staged by the left and, and BLM and Jonathan Stewart and CNN were there. And all these things are proven. Why do all of that to try to destroy this man? It makes no sense. It makes – I can't figure it out. For me, it, it makes like, a lot of sense because – I'd love That's to how it, you please. polarize the country. I just look at it at CIA 101. So what they do is like, so you already invested it with Obama, right? And you got that whole like identity politics first planted the seeds of that. You dismantled the the mm -hmm. uh, 
Occupy Wall Street movement and you shattered it and you made these fractions and made these organizations that you could get people to. But you need an, an opposing side. And that's what they failed to have is yes. an opposing side. And to create opposing uh. side, you need more than like, you need to make it real. You need to make it be like, why would they do that to somebody? Because you have to have these uh, beliefs where it's so polarized of people have to be rabid to want to be like, this is injustice. So each side thinks it's injustice because like, even if you were called an ISIS person or anybody, uh, uh, a Palestinian or someone in Hamas that maybe someone could call a terrorist or something, those people don't see themselves like that. Those people see themselves as they're fighting for a righteous cause. And, and, and yes. the way they yes. see that is because there's the programming engineering, because I think it's hard for me to imagine because of the, social engineering that's been going on for years and then i just say to me the thing that never made sense is why trump why would you pick trump of all people someone that we know that is narcissistic uh somebody that we know at least at least from so, his character that he plays obviously i don't know the person you know i always say that because i don't know can, him he's can, a character on tv just like anybody else can i ask sure. you this can i ask you this do you think jfk tried to take down the deep state when he was in office i believe that there may be i think that he was trying to push some uh, uh, push his uh, authority around a little bit, and I think he went too far. Well, I don't know about that do you the think, deep state, do, but I think something do, he do, was trying to change. Do, do you do you think the CIA, the clowns in action, are heavily involved in the deep state cabal's plans and things that they do? One hundred percent, because they were created in okay. World War Two. Yes, by yes. Uh, through the OSS. yeah, and they were created by yes. um, what's it called um, oligarchs? They weren't created by the. It wasn't a yes. government agency no. organically so, grown. No. No, but he wanted to dismantle mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. clowns. JFK did not trust them because of Operation Northwoods that they tried to push, and then the yes, Bay of Pigs. And yep. That's why he didn't. He tried to go back to a gold-backed dollar. He was calling out secret societies. I think, uh, in my opinion, JFK was the last president to tr to take on this globally and didn't realize how powerful they actually were and got killed for it. Because you can point to many. I could subscribe that to that for sure. For. I could. I could subscribe to that's, that. That's that's what I truly believe that JFK was. I, I he's my one of my all time favorite presidents, and I think he's the last president to try to take them down. And he had people he was working with to take them down. Because if you remember when JFK Jr. or when JFK Jr. when JFK died, his wife Jackie, they tried to give her new clothes because her clothes were covered in blood, and she said no. I want the American public to see what they did to my husband. She knew. She knew. He talked to her. This is why JFK Jr., when he had George Magazine, he would bring people on to talk about how the Warren Commission was nonsense and to call out all the quote-unquote conspiracies that, they, that were going on. This is why he never came out and said that he agreed with the, commission, the Warren Commission because he didn't because his mother was probably in his ear growing up the sure. entire time telling him, Telling him everything that they did to their father, why his father was dead and what his, what his father was trying to do. And this is where I think JFK and JFK Jr. fit into this story because I don't think JFK Jr. is alive. I think he's dead. I, I think people that are promoting that theory, I think it makes us look stupid and it makes it harder for us to promote the truth. Do I hope he is? That would be great. That would be fucking awesome. I hope I'm wrong on that. But do I think logically speaking, do I think he's alive? No. Um, unless you tell you bring in time travel, which I, you know, I dabble yeah, in a little for bit. Sure, myself. like that's a whole different. So that's theory, that, yeah, yeah, that's a whole different rabbit hole. But just, just, just 
logically speaking, and at the same time, it just makes it harder for us to prove the real truths that we can prove. Yeah. It just makes us look crazy. But how I think he fits into the story is the fact that him and Donald Trump were boys, dude, back in the day, in the 90s. Bad mm-hmm. Billionaire bachelor boys in the 90s just going around slaying women, just killing it. Imagine, you know, partying with those guys in the yeah. 90s. Like, Donald Trump never never drank, but he, he his, his vice was women. Yeah. That's what he liked. And uh, they were probably having a good-ass time. Now, knowing all how public all of the conspiracies around JFK's death are, if, like, for example, you were JFK Jr. and I was Donald Trump, we're hanging out, we, we build a rapport, but we're, we're now best friends. We're really close. I'd feel comfortable being like, yo, dude, like, you don't got to tell me, but I know you know something about your father's death that the people that, like, you got to tell me something. Like, what's going on? What happened? And he probably told him and he probably told him how sick and evil these people are. And this is why Donald Trump was able to rub elbows with all these people, because you have to remember it, it, to get to where Donald Trump was and to, to be as wealthy as he got and build the buildings that he built. He has to rub elbows Most definitely. with these people. There's no way you get around it. But this is why he was able to keep his nose clean and stay away from it. And this is why in 2009, when Epstein got arrested the first time and they pled down and there was a civil suit by the by the victims, the lawyer tried to get he subpoenaed a bunch of people to to come and speak. And the only person that helped was Donald Trump because he knew what was going on and he knew that he wasn't involved. And this is why he kept his nose clean, because he got a heads up years in advance. And when they killed Junior, because in my belief, Junior was supposed to be what Donald Trump is, but he got killed before. Before before he did. That's my okay. belief. That's how I see things. Because if you study Junior's death, it has uh, MK Ultra written all over it with uh, his flight instructor and the seat that the passenger seat yep. that was missing in the in the plane. Like all those things point towards. And they waited for forty five minutes in New Jersey to take off. Uh, you know, all every single flight instructor said that he flew with a flight instructor. He never broke the rules. He just crashed his other plane this he was in a brand new plane there was no reason even his cousin who called when they didn't land was like yeah he's with a flight instructor and his so wife So you think trump is uh, carrying a junior's torch yes i do now, now I do. my I question think. would be to that because that that's i i could subscribe to that that makes total sense because i could see like that's my boy and i know then maybe he told me some things maybe not even the full things but i and then knowing what i know publicly and then him getting like dying mysteriously and whatever else like you said whatever he told him my question would be though um when we subscribe to the thing uh you know presidents aren't elected they're selected how how, how yes. do you think that he broke through um that barrier the military so so i i that's a that's a great question so i think um they've known this is rigged for a very very long time and it's just like the heavyweight champ who's been heavyweight champ for so long and you have this because remember the media was Donald. there's no chance donald trump's gonna win zero zero chance like everybody was saying there was zero chance the media was saying uh, even in the primaries there was and it came out later that hillary wanted him like that she um uh, remember that, that she sabotaged other people and then like everybody's like, dang, she made a huge mistake. Remember, well, media wise, I'm just saying yes. masses, you know what yes. they were talking about. Absolutely. They never thought that Donald Trump would get as much support that he got. They never thought that. So they didn't rig it as hard as they did. They they thought they just the, the little amount of rigging that they gotcha. were doing and the things that the, the normal tricks would have worked and the meat and, and the military because. When JFK died, like I said, I don't think he was doing this alone. And like he wasn't like a lone wolf. He had there was some loyalists that he had in the intelligence community and the military that were working with him because 
you have to remember this is a good versus evil battle and there's good people on both yeah. sides and bad people on both sides in all factions of our government okay and there's people that are in our government that want to see our republic thrive and don't want to be involved in this stuff and there's even musicians and, and comedians and things like that that don't like 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 Capone and Noriega were very outspoken about it. They were like, listen, there's a, there's a line. He's like, there's, there's, there's three ways that you can go. You go to the Satanism, you can go to the pedophilia, or you can go straight. He goes, if you go to the Satan and the pedophilia, they'll, they'll help you out. They'll pump you out. They'll, they'll promote your music. You go straight. You're on your own. He's like, we chose straight. And this is why, you know, some of the, greatest musicians never see the yeah, you don't get that that, that jay-z step you you still get you it, still make money and you still have a good career but yeah yes. but like to be plastered all over twitter to be plastered all over everybody's tv mm-hmm. screen you there is definitely rituals and things that you're buying into because you don't you don't Bingo. get in there you don't get that's why those people that do break through and kind of that does make sense what you're saying because it does even happen in the music industry where somebody maybe goes straight but they didn't uh, understand that the people would love it so much that they couldn't control it anymore, and that's why you see people maybe like uh, you know Pac gone, uh, Kurt Cobain, um, you know what I mean? Uh, a yep. lot of people, and absolutely, and we can go conspiratorial like on either side, but like that does make a lot of sense to me that someone to carry his torch and then to um, they did underestimate him big time. They thought that oh, this will be an easy win for Hillary, and. Remember JFK Jr. Wasn't he going to run again at run uh, the spot that Hillary he never, got? He, he he never said he was going okay. to, but he like publicly. But the people around him said he was going to. He he actually publicly said the opposite. But you know you know how these politicians for sure, are for sure. how how people are um, when they say things. So again, we 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 we'll, we'll, we will never know if that was the case. But she actually won the seat that he was supposed to get, and then. Apparently, he was going to run for president against George Bush because this was in, in the late 90s, 97, 98, and the 2000 election against Bush. He was going to run up against Bush in the primaries as the new Senate uh, guy. That's, that was the, the word on the street. Um, but at the, same, at the same time, I think it's very telling uh, that Donald Trump was able to keep his nose clean and not involved in any of this and still know about it because – if he really went to Epstein Island, if he really, if they, if if he really did any compromising things, we know for a fact based on the Virginia Guffrey testimony, eyewitness testimony, she's one of the main victims. She's the one pictured with Prince Andrew. Every single room in every single property that Jeffrey Epstein had, including the island, was rigged for audio and video. Everything, the the plane, everything, audio and video. If they had one shred of evidence, the way that they attacked this man, the way that they went after Donald Trump, they would have plastered it everywhere, if, if, everywhere. They wouldn't hide that. Like, it, it, it makes no sense. They literally attacked the man's diet, like a CNN well, for headline. Sure, if you, especially if he really is like uh, what you're painting, you know what I mean? Because I'll say, man, like from everybody that I talk to and I have like I have other friends too, like, but I would say that you come with the most logical uh, perspective on it because I have to think of things like because I go conspiratorial for sure. I'll I'll jump down Mm -hmm. any rabbit hole and check it out, but I have to bring it back to some kind of logic. And don't get me wrong. Like, I know that I have to expand my mind enough to uh, hold on. Damn it. I hate when people do that. Didn't have Yo, my bad. <laughs> I didn't have my do not nah, disturb. You're good. Yeah, you're, but you're I good. think people um they get caught up in all this shit, you know? 
and we get we yep. we. But oh my bad. What I was saying was that they get how you brought it to my attention. Like so, you're piecing it together, putting it in a way that I can understand it. Because yeah, you have to see. So him holding the torch for a friend, most definitely. We're human beings. We can relate to that, and you can see that you would be able to do that. And to mm-hmm. we all watched the uh 2016 election. We all knew that everybody everybody thought Hillary was going to win a landslide. Even people that were voting for Trump didn't 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 for sure yep. think that. I never thought. I remember being on election night, like, I can't believe Trump won. Like, holy shit. Like, I can't believe it happened. Never in my wildest dreams. Like, it's crazy. So you're 100% right. And and people get very caught up in the now and the information now. And they, they forget to take a step back and look at the big picture. You have to uh, – certain information and certain – even with Q, with proofs and things like that, isolated – don't really mean anything. But when you group them together in the big picture and you look at the whole puzzle and you look at the whole entire thing playing out, it starts to make sense. You could see how this, how these crazy isolated incidents fit into this puzzle to make sense of the whole entire story. And a lot of people get so emotionally attached to outcomes and dates and, and timelines and, and people in the, in the story that, they forget to start thinking logically and, and taking a step back and taking a 40,000 foot view because it's so important to do that. You, it's so easily like there's so many things that people forget, like back to what we were talking about earlier and then, and then rigging the elections. People forget Dr. Epstein's testimony where he said Facebook was swaying, swaying votes by 10,000, 10 to 50,000 votes. Like those are that that's an election changing. This was in the 2016. Man, what election, was that analytics? What, oh, man. What was that uh, company? Uh, from because they also exposed them something analytics and they were the ones that were kind of starting this whole campaign of social media. Uh, it started with Obama actually, and they were like mm-hmm. gauging people's pers- like where they were at, and they were feeding them to like they were like pushing them in the ways and how to give them the yes. right. So that they were that was Dr. Epstein. Okay, that was him. That was okay. Dr. Epstein's test. That was Dr. Epstein's testimony. They they literally purposely put things on certain people's pages to direct them to go do things. It's it's you know perfect manipulation it's very easily done and they could send it out very quickly and very easily and he showed all the data and he's like yo i voted for hillary clinton but like this is wrong the new age mockingbird it's the new age uh uh, Mm -hmm. uh, um operation mockingbird it's all tied together dude like the you know we we know that tucker has clowns background we know that anderson anderson cooper anderson pooper has you see hannity with his little fucking cia pin every day on (laughs) yeah yeah dude it's it's all a joke it's all it's that's that's the illusion of choice that's the 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 powers at play those are the, the the people that are causing the division and making it seem like uh everything is so polarizing because in reality you look at everything that Donald Trump did regardless of the man regardless of how he speaks if you look at his actions the actions speak very loud and the actions all point towards he did everything against the new world order's agenda again if he was uh, just there to cause division he wouldn't have done those things because now we're seeing what's happening is the the one world government that agenda that they had the 16-year plan that was supposed to go out through eight years of Hillary Clinton is now in hyperdrive, and they're pumping it out super fast. And that's causing people to see how corrupt they are because over the course of eight years, if all of these events happened, no one would have really noticed. It would have just been a really bad 
couple of years. Only the conspiracy theorists would have been pointing sure. out. But now they're doing one after the other after the other months, months at a time, like the oil crisis, the oil hack, the meat hack, the, the gas prices, the lumber prices, the inflation of everything like the, the now we're all getting we're getting word about BlackRock buying up all of the properties for 15 to 20 percent over asking price like they're doing all of these things and it's all coming out now why because they're in hyperdrive they have to get this agenda back on track because Donald Trump took it off the rails and again if he was there just to cause division and be a polarizing opposite it wouldn't make sense for him to do all that. It wouldn't make sense for him to take down all the pedophiles because the those pedophiles, those Jeffrey Epstein's, the Nygaards, the Nexiums, that's the biggest cash cow yeah. for the deep state. Bigger than the bigger than the opium. Bigger than because it's not just those big ones. Look at all the human trafficking arrests that happened during the Trump administration and are still going on today. Big which ones too, like makes where you're people- seeing like like a lot of like kids like it's not like oh they had one kid in the yep. basement too like you're talking about 20 30 19 you know what i mean 15 hundreds hundreds each yeah. of these operations it's, and they they have been still yep. um going around and i think that does make a lot of sense to me also that it, it that what we're going back uh what we started with this uh saying about the q stuff is that maybe it was like you're saying designed to wake people up because now you're waking up people that were in law enforcement. They're like, damn, there is a lot of child yep. trafficking. Now maybe you're going to start, now we need to start waking mm-hmm. up more of the lawyers and the people in the, in the jury because so these pedophiles could get longer sentences and not just pedophiles because I think we focus too much. Like, I mean, obviously like fuck pedophiles and that needs to be like always addressed. And like, but I do think that Q not just bringing child trafficking up more. I think it was that movement also, like, I keep telling everybody this because I was gone for a minute, didn't do anything. And when I came back, there was all these people talking about conspiracies and, like, stuff that we're like, whoa, mm-hmm. man. So there would not be this. I, I 100% agree. No. Without Trump, whether no matter what you think about the guy, like, there would without Q in this, there would not be this opportunity nope. no to have more people uh, wake up. Regardless of what that may be, mm-hmm. and we all have our own little perceptions of what make waking up is, but to me, I think that the bottom line is improving all of our lives and trying to have freedom because we will never have some utopia that, like, hey, we all love each other, and there's always going to be totalitarian people that are going. We're always going to have to fight for liberty. I'm saying it's just part of life. You know what I mean? Like someone's, you know, things go good for a while, and that's when people go, oh, "It's going good." Everybody's kind of getting. A, you got to be on your guard, and I think this did put people a little bit more on guard to where now we're like, "Okay, enough is enough." Okay, mm-hmm. you're right. Dang, I didn't even really realize my kid was. Get, now people are getting involved in the education of finding out what they're mm-hmm. actually seeing, and then us being home did help out a lot because now people are got to see how teachers talk to their children instead of just having that parent teacher conference where they're like, "Well, your kid was disruptive yep. and they did this." And so now we're seeing n plus cameras everywhere, and it's getting people to break that old perception of, "Oh, they wouldn't do that." And not everybody's there, like you said, and maybe. But it's a slow trickle sometimes. And then there's big waves of like, you know, tons of people one week and maybe just yep. a few the next and a few the next and tons again. Always more. Always more. There's always more the week, ne- the next week after the next week. There will be more people woken up next week and the week after that. It's 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 really cool to see. And uh, I, I really think that the one thing that's going to bring the people back together, because I I, I truly believe that we're going to win this war, like I stated, and we're going to come out on top and our republic's going to be restored. But it's going to be a rough road because to do that, you have to destroy the entire yeah. system. The whole entire system has to come down and be re- rebuilt and restructured so something like this can never never happen again. And 
I always say if we win this war and we leave things as status quo, the country's still going to turn into Venezuela because of this this pandemic, this pandemic that they did. And I'll get into that in a second. But I, I truly believe that there's, there's going to be a plan for after the plan. And you've gone down a bunch of rabbit holes like I have, and we know some things to be true. And a lot of people use – this is where people get ahead of themselves. They use Nasara and Jasara, and they're like, oh, we're going to get Nasara and Jasara. And I think people need to slow their roll when they talk about something like that. Because, yes, do I think aspects of that bill will come forward? Yes. Do I think it's going to be exactly that, where the government's going to reimburse us for all the tax dollars that they stole from us? Because that's what they did. They stole it from us. But no, I don't think that's going to happen. But what I do think is going to happen, because let's just say we leave things, let's say we leave things as they are. Trump, the election gets overturned and um, all these states get decertified, whether it's immediately handed to Trump or it goes to a Myanmar situation, which I think it'll go to where it's going to be another election where it's paper ballots only and the military is monitoring it. Um, that's what's going to happen in my opinion is that's what they're doing in Myanmar when they finally situate that whole thing. But uh, regardless, it goes to another election. I think soon as the um, election news starts coming out, I think that's when they're going to, the Durham report's going to come out because the pedophilia is going to unite everybody. That's going to bring everybody back together because they're going to see not just that they rigged the election, but they're also disgusting pedophiles. And that's what's going to bring everybody together and make everybody fight against the, the, the common enemy. Because at the end of the day, most of us, like the Bernie bros, us, we're all fighting the same people. It's just we have different have ways you, of how we want the outcome. Have you heard of uh, – this is something I, I just thought of and I've been meaning to bring it up to you. Have you heard of um, the, dove, the doveness of one? So in 2003, uh, the Doveness of One uh, was sending out emails similar to kind of like how Q was and talking about the White Knights and talking about that there was a secret. Oh, I did hear this. uh, J. Edward Griffin wrote a whole article about it, and he said that they were sending out emails to a bunch of people saying that there was uh, government, high clearance government, similar to a lot of like what um, Q aspects of it. So that's also some of the reasons um, that... I get kind of sidetracked off of it because I'm like, man, there's so many. But I could also see because since I'm 50 50 and always trying to like I'm trying to think like on the fly all the time. Right. So I can see somebody also maybe that did happen because uh, the what G. Edward Griffin's assessment was, it was just somebody like pranking. Like, not pranking, but just maybe they really wanted to get followers and maybe people started believing it. A lot of people, mm-hmm. it wasn't like hugely, you know, it was 2003, but there was a nice little following of it. Now, it could also be that somebody saw that and saw it as a way to use it in a positive way, too, I could see. You know what I mean? So I could see both aspects. Well, I, I can't agree with that because if you look at how the media is portraying Q, like you and Rachel Maddow, the QAnon people are doing the... Uh, audit and every single literally a hit piece every single day about q and and if they were really in control if it was just some random guy it wouldn't matter because they would be in control they know it's just some random guy they're in control they wouldn't have to do all of these hit pieces and attack it nonstop and never actually talk about the substance of the posts only talk about what the crazy anons are talking about they never actually talk about the posts they never show the posts uh it wouldn't make sense because we have the NSA. We have all this technology that if it was just some random guy 
they'd be able to find him. They'd be able to parade him around like, look, guys, this was the person behind Q that would shut the whole movement down. If they were really in control, that would shut everybody down. It'd be like, ah, shit, it was just some fucking random guy on his computer. Fuck, we're assholes. Yeah, for sure. That's what no, I would do I'm if saying, that I'm also saying like um, that the uh, whoever, like even whether they're uh, are a military person or not, I'm saying that maybe someone saw that as a plan to use and they could have been military. They, this could be all part. I'm saying that it could be part what? of your plan. I'm saying that maybe that's how they got the idea. Like, because obviously you have to have some kind of idea I, well, of I, what's going on. I think on. this is, this is a, I, I think this again ties back to to jfk and jfk jr i think as soon as jfk died the loyalists that were working with him inside the military that jfk getting shot so publicly was a message to the rest of the people that were working against the deep state to not do this ever again and they had to wait until they could they can attack again and And build too because you can't also you have to build um unity within people and and you have to start yes uh separating it because if everybody's loyal to the deep state or you, you can't just jump in like you can't just be like ah they killed Kent like you know what I mean he can't he has to build enough but, power to be I totally understand that and I and what I was saying too I, th- I don't know if you're because what I'm saying is that say a military like say they are starting this plan and then some guy goes you know what back in 2003 I seen this thing what if we try this operation and maybe this is an operation that we could do that could be successful I'm not saying that like it's some random guy I'm just saying that it well, may be the reason why it it, it looks like is because maybe they l- took that as a blueprint because they saw that that as a way of because they had to think of a way to get to the people. You know what I mean? I'm saying that so maybe that those forces that were for Trump and were for the freedom and to wake up the people, maybe there was whether it's a, 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 a ex-military or maybe active because someone has to be active from a lot of the people that that, yes. that they're posting stuff. Yes. So maybe that would be the catch as they seen something. It could not be. It could just be a coincidence as well. I've just I just thought it was interesting. So so like I said, this this plan definitely dates back to JFK and they had to retool everything. And and we know that they know about technologies coming out well, well in advance sure. before we do. And they knew that they were gonna have technologies like we have now years ago. But they needed to wait till this technology was out in the people. And it goes back to the heavyweight champ analogy. These people never thought they'd get caught. They never thought that they would. They're uh, arrogant. And yeah, they never thought anybody would stand up yeah. to them. So they used the same things that us people were using. And I remember when the Edward Snowden stuff came out, and I was so happy. And I was like, wow, Edward Snowden's a, a real American hero. And I was very excited about it. And I was also very upset because it proved everything that I've been saying to be, again, true, that they're, they're illegally spying on us Americans and they document and keep every record of everything that we do. But uh, they didn't just keep us. They kept all of the elites as well because they used the same. They used Blackberries. They used Gmail. They used all the same technologies that we used. So guess what? They don't just have our information they have their information. And this is why I think Edward Snowden did what he did was because if you remember his story, he was a, a clown. Yep. He, he started in a farm and then went over to the NSA. I think the clown sent him over to literally do what he did. And then now publicly everybody hates the NSA 
it makes the NSA look really bad. But in reality, it was actually a good thing because now every text message that they have at Epstein Island, every picture, everything that they did and said is now all documented. And that's going to be the thing that we need to prove this story true. And we wouldn't be able to do that unless we had it actually documented because we could tell people till they're blue in their face that these people are pedophiles until they actually see for it sure, for themselves. Yeah. They're never going to believe it. Like I was saying in 2009 that Epstein's with Clinton and, and, and Prince Andrew. No one believed me. And I even showed them the government documents back then until they saw it on the news and the, and the talking heads they didn't care and and that's the things that are gonna that are gonna help us and that's what i think is going to be in the durham report is a lot of this crimes against humanity because we know he was the the one thing that i'm excited about the durham report is there's no leaks it's yeah. not like a government it's not like a government investigation usually there's little leaks that the media can use to put spin on the narrative you can see how the media handles it they're freaking out they have no clue they have no idea what john durham is doing all we know is that he's investigating the the, uh, the election of 2016, and he also absorbed the Huber report, which was in, investigating the Clinton Foundation. We know what the Clinton Foundation was involved in yeah. because of Laura Silsby and that whole situation. So I think when that all comes out, when the election comes out, I think John Durham's going to come out with his report, and I think people are going to see how sick and twisted these people really are. It's going to unite the country. And when the country gets united... I think that there has to be a plan for after the plan, because like I was saying, if we just leave things as it is because of the pandemic, the country is going to fall apart. It's going to implode economically. Yeah, for sure. There's, there's no ifs, ands, or buts, because as soon as the uh, eviction law gets lifted and landlords can start evicting, because I think as a businessman, like I really, I, I'm very interested in real estate. I actually moved out to Vegas to get involved in real estate out here. I wanted to own apartment complexes. That's something that I really want to do. And I'm thinking as a landlord, if someone didn't pay rent for over over a year to a year and a half, I'm going to evict them as soon as they're allowed to, unless they start paying me money because I need. And then if they if I have to evict them, I'm taking them to the court because I'm eventually going to get my money. You owe me thousands. of. I had to foot the bill for you to live this entire time because the landlords didn't get any nope. help. The landlords had to continue paying their mortgage. And uh and that's just going to cause a ripple effect because it's not just apartments. It's not just places of living. It's also businesses. People lease their building that they work in and they, they, they run their business out of. They're going to get kicked out. Their business is going to go under. It's going to happen very quickly. And all of a sudden, all these businesses are going to go out. And you're, you live up in Michigan, yep. right? You live up by Detroit. Mm-hmm. You know just as well as I do. Once those jobs go away, there's no place to live because – they can't afford to live there. How many million-dollar home neighborhoods are vacant in Detroit? Look at it. It's just, it's no, sad. Yeah, there's streets where you go down, and it's a uh, house, uh, no house, burnt-down house, burnt-down house, no house, house. Yeah, but uh, but but you go to, and a lot of them are beautiful homes, and they're vacant. Oh, yeah, they're, they're covered in vines. Yeah. But I'm saying there's not even the house because no, it's no, burnt down. You just see the basement. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but there but. There's no jobs. That's why people don't live because there. Because once the car when, industry when, left. Yep. There was no more jobs. But that's what's going to happen is these businesses are going to go under. That means there's going to be no more jobs, which means the people that owe all the money on their houses and their mortgage and their rents, they can't pay it back because there's no jobs. They get evicted. It's a ripple yeah. effect. And the economy won't be able to recover. And, and now they're, they're – especially now with the inflation that they're pushing. Everything costs so much money, gas, food, the meat shortages that's coming. All these things add up and, and, and eventually will, will 
it will affect the average American to the point where they cannot survive. They cannot live. They cannot pay their bills. They get evicted from their house because the bank doesn't care. You're not paying your, your mortgage. See ya. You're evicted. We're taking the house. It's ours now. And you're beat.com. I don't care where you go. Figure it out. They don't care. They're not going to put you in a, in a, in a, in a transition home. They're going to put you in an apartment. They don't give a shit. And that kind of ripple effect is going to have a major impact on our country and the average American. So again, if Donald Trump were to win and, and the election gets overturned, the Durham report comes out and they just leave things as it is, our country's still yeah. fucked. So there has to be a plan for after the plan. And in my opinion, what's going to happen is we're going to start to see, which we're already seeing trickles of. We're going to start to see technologies release to the American public that they have access to and they have had access to for a very long time. And I also think we're going to start to get see medicine cures start to come out, which we're starting to get trickles. Yeah, trickles. Like we're starting to see, and it has to come out the right way. It can't be like, oh, we've had this for a while. It has to come out slowly because if if I don't care who you are, if they come out and say, oh, we've had this cure for cancer for decades, we just people are going to flip out. They're going to be pissed. It has to be like, oh, it accidentally was discovered or something like this yeah, happened yeah. where the public can can handle it. And I think we're going to start to get cures and we're going to start the most important thing that I think that we're going to get is free energy. We know that exists. We know Nikola Tesla discovered this. We know they have this technology. And again, it just coincidentally somehow ties back to Donald yeah. Trump because his father was Nikola, his uncle, I'm sorry, John G. Trump was the apprentice of Nikola Tesla and was the one tasked by the FBI to go through his, his records and his work to decipher it for for the fbi and he came back and said they have nothing and i think that something like free energy would not only make an impact here in america because you can't just think about it in your own personal life in your gas in your electric bill in all of the uh things that affect you daily i think it you have to look at it in the grand scheme of things because how do how why does our food and 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 things cost so much money one because the uh farmers have to use fuel to power all the, the the machines to run the farms that is now no longer a cost yep. for them everything is way cheaper to transport it from one place to another costs money and fuel to fly it to drive it costs money and fuel prices of everything will literally plummet it will, it will cost pennies to, to to do these things for for the country so now our dollar has more buying power especially if we go back to a gold back dollar which has to happen yeah if we really want to restore a republic, we have to go back to gold back currency. And so now our dollar is worth more. We, we have more buying power as Americans, and we no longer have a, a, these exorbitant bills because it's by design and, and it, that we have these massive and bills. And it would space out the world because the reason why yes. people are so clustered, there is enough land and everything, but the problem is, is that these infrastructures are clustered into – these certain big cities Which by design yeah by design so that by people design. are like well man they got it like a lot easier over there man you know i gotta live yes and unless you're like amish or like uh some little tribe or something that that your community has got you in that you're think, gonna kind of move about, around to that because you're gonna be like that seems a lot better so now think about it like this on, on a global scale not just here in america because those are things that are going to directly affect every single american the cost of every single product that you have is going to plummet you will never have to pay for gas uh, electric bill any of that all of that money that's thousands of dollars every single year thousands that everybody is spending no longer a cost but now on a global scale places that don't have hot water or electricity now have electricity all over the world and it makes such an impact 
and we know this stuff exists. Like the Nikola Tesla documents are wild. They're in my link tree in my bio on our Instagram. If you haven't read them, I suggest you, you link to. them in, the, in this, this episode. They're unbelievable. Just the first, very first thing I open it up. I, I open it up. The first thing is a New York Times article of Nikola Tesla getting an interview in 1948 about his death ray that he created. Like what? He had this technology in 1948. What do you think that they have now? Come on. Yeah. So I think those are the things that are going to happen. Because if they don't, if 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 we win this war, it's it, for what? We're still going to turn into Venezuela. We might as well just kept the things. We might as well kept the deep state in power and just let us, you know, live our lives and and live in this matrix and just live in the rat race continually. If if that's the case, because if we don't have a plan for after the plan, the the country's in the shitter regardless. Once they start lifting some of these, not these just the plan orders. after the plan, but um, what do you subscribe? Like, so what do you think as far as do you think Trump is going to be reinstated? Or do you think that we're going to go through the long road until 2024? Like, do you... Okay, no. so you don't think that you no. subscribe to... No, I think 2024 and 2022 are out okay. the window. I think it's nonsense. I can't stand... I honestly can't stand people that promote this because until we fix 2020, which we know is 100% rigged, any election going forward is mm -hmm. pointless. Like, why would anybody ever vote ever again? There's no point in it. There's no... They're going to rig it going forward for whoever they want, whenever they want. Now we know this is 100% fact. So I, I don't subscribe, subscribe to this. And I think Donald Trump uh, has to speak on it like that because, again, the media is so powerful in spinning the narrative that if he were to say anything else, which he does, he says, oh, yeah, well, I'll decide about 2024 when I'm ready. And, you know, 2022, you know, they tell me I should run, but we'll see. But we have to fix 2020. He always goes back to that. That's what he always goes true. back to every time. That goes that, that 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 topic gets brought up because he cannot come out and say, oh, yeah, well, I'll be back. Like, look at the media is trying to create stories by saying he's telling people in his circle that he's going to be reinstated by August, which no one has ever proven that or came out and said it's always anonymous sources. It's just random people. So, no, I don't think there's going. I think I think I like I said earlier, Maricopa County is going to be the first domino that's going to go to Fulton. It's going to go to Michigan. It's going to go to Pennsylvania. And eventually it's going to get decertified. And I think people need to look at Myanmar. I think it's a, a very, very so like a re-election that, that the military hold an election. You think that that might be the final? That would well, be the final if, outcome. If two, you would think to if two states decertify, it's now a constitutional crisis. Yeah. One of the last executive orders that uh, Donald Trump signed states that the military is allowed to take over if there is a constitutional crisis, which would then be in in fact happening if two states decertify. Which, from the looks of it, is going to happen. From the way things are going, it looks like that's going to happen. Now, I think what's going to happen with this is it's, two states are going to decertify. It's going to go to a constitutional crisis. The military is then, then going to take over. And because the Americans saw it play out this way, yes, the Antifas, the, the BLMs will riot, but it will be just them. It won't be the entire country uh, that are against this because they saw it unfold. They saw the evidence. They couldn't hide it anymore. So they understand why it's happening. OK, it'd be a lot easier for the military to handle the Antifas and things like that, because, again, you have to look at what's going on in Myanmar. It's 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 exactly what we want to happen. And it's not a coincidence that Barry Sortetto, Barack Obama was the very first president to ever visit Myanmar. Yeah. Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton went there after Bill was in office, when Barry was in office. They are a major hub for human trafficking. And the military took over because of election fraud. And guess what? They were using Dominion servers. Just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. What else did they do? Oh, they called for George I. Flap Soros' arrest. 
they um, not only called for his arrest, they seized all of his assets and his Open Society Foundation's assets. And the reason for doing this was because he was funding and bussing people into protest. That's what he was doing in Myanmar. Oh, sound familiar? Oh, pretty, pretty familiar to over here and what he's doing. And again, he shared an, his Open Society Foundation shared office space with Dominion. Yep. Just another one of those pesky coincidences. Then, then they went even further because what was happening is they were busing in people, but also the media was pumping nonstop propaganda to the people of Myanmar. Myanmar is a, a country that has 56 million people. Not a lot of people compared to America, but still a lot of people. Okay? Not even a third of what we have here. They were revolting against the media against the military because the media was pumping out this propaganda and they were getting killed. And again, it was our mainstream media that was saying that they were slaughtering their people because they're trying to portray this narrative because, again, all the global globalist puppets were like, oh, what's happening in Myanmar is terrible. It's a military coup. When, in fact, it's not a military coup. They're just saving the republic and doing exactly what their military was probably designed yeah. to do to defend their, their, their country against foreign and domestic enemies. Um, so they arrested all of the media uh, heads and all of the talking heads on the media. They removed them all. Why? Because they were pumping propaganda. Okay. But still people are fighting against the military. We, with 56 million, we have to do things right here in our country. And the first thing that the, the Myanmar government did, not the government, the military did was the generals came on and they're like, okay, as soon as this is all sorted out, we're going to have another election and we're going to allow you to decide who you want in office. We're not going to install our own, our own leader. We're going to still allow you. Let's just get this sorted out first. And now that the American public sees that our country has been – our elections were rigged because the evidence will be out there from Maricopa, from Fulton, from all of these other places, they won't be as upset when the military steps in and says, okay, these people need to be arrested because they rigged our election. And here's the evidence. And now – we need to have another election, and we're going to monitor it. You guys still pick. You guys still make the decision, but we'll have another one. And guess what's going to happen? It's going to come back overwhelming for Donald Trump, and we're going to win. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, I mean, that sounds really uh, – I could subscribe to, like, of course, that's why I see, like, a lot of the ideas because a lot of it makes a lot of sense, and I could see it connecting. And I think that it would only be able to happen that way because you're all right. Because just like in a court of law, right? Like I can accuse you of anything I want, but if I have no mm -hmm. evidence, like we always used to say, like when I was in jail and stuff, like we'd be like, it's not what you know, it's what you could prove. Well, you might know I facts. killed them or you might know I sold drugs or you might know I did this. That's why OJ is a free man. But you can't prove it. And, and, and you are right yeah. because – if you watch South Park or Simpsons or any of those shows like or any that are based on a town, when you see that they, they are accurate when they say something, people tend to lose their shit like they don't go mm -hmm. and see, hey, maybe they're exaggerating or they hear it and they go, you're going to what? And then they just lose their shit like when you see the mobs in South Park, like that's literally how we do get. So I think that. So many people are stuck in their lives and the, in their perception mm -hmm. of life that, yeah, you do have to like spoon feed them and ease them on to how to do this. Because you couldn't just if you just one day just go, hey, this is corrupt. Here's the military. Everybody's going to go, whoa, what do you mean? And like that yeah. this is fascism in that whole storyline that the media mm -hmm. was pushing. And that could be um, 
a good point uh, that that you but were making that the media Sean, is he, he, pushing that whole that he's a fascist that would uh obtain that Q is right because they're doing that so that if he does anything along those lines yep. that it it, it validates mm -hmm. their point. That's exactly why the media is doing that. That's exactly why the media is doing that. But now this slow play because you have to factor in all the stuff with Maricopa County and that evidence with everything else that's going on. Like you again, you can't look at this as an isolated instance. You have to look at how the border is affecting people, how Joe Biden just not even be able to speak is his cognitive function is waking is, is affecting people. His the fact we're in June, dude, there still hasn't been a state of the union address. Like what even exposed the progressives. So Cause look at the AOCs. Cause like even the progressive side, like Jimmy Dore, he's a huge progressive, right? I mean, he's always calling him out, which that's why I like him. I like people that keep, uh, you know, politicians honest, but if you've noticed that AOC, uh, Omar, the whole squad that what happened, they had a chance um, to have leverage for Medicare for all to just put it up to a vote. So it just exposed a lot of those people as well. Like things that you might not think, cause even mm -hmm. inside that, because to us, maybe we've already not liked them, but I'm talking about it's exposing them to their followers, to their, yes, their, to their people that Bro, support them. That's exactly what's happening. People are seeing the, that they're, they're frauds, that they're fugazi, like they're, they're, they're all talk. And that's what they're seeing with Fauci. Like yep. everything is all lip service. Everybody is seeing this. And you have to factor all of this in at once. Like you can't just look at each thing isolated. The whole thing is one giant puzzle. And it's all affecting everybody because we're all living this life right now. We're all in this reality. And when people start to see this and then the events happen, like if they just came out and started arresting people, people wouldn't understand. But now people are going to start to understand they're, gonna, they're seeing that the deep state has this agenda that they're pushing out and they're trying to make everything cost. Like why it, – it'd be one thing if they did it over the course of years where gas started going up, they had an event, so on. They had no event. There was nothing that happened. Why was Orange Man able to keep it under $2? Yeah. Why was – you know, why was – all these things that are going on right now, people are, are asking these questions and you see them – there's – meme accounts of people that are just screenshotting Biden supporters taking L's. It, oh, yeah. They're taking L's like crazy. Dude, it's hysterical. It's hysterical. By they're, other they're Biden like, supporters. This is not what I voted. And, and other, like, yes. <laughs> they're, they're all seeing it, man. This is all on purpose. No one likes Kamala Harris. No one likes her. Not even on the left. Everybody is seeing this. And this, this is why part of me believe this is all staged, man. This is all just to show the American public what these people are really about. Because they had so many better options than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. They had so, like, if they, they, we know Bernie's controlled. He bowed out and allowed it to be rigged against him twice. And we know he's controlled. And he, he knew that yeah. it got rigged against him. And then he, yes. then he pushed us to vote for Hillary. And supported them. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and Joe Biden. And Endorsed Joe Biden. both of them. The yeah. Same exact thing. So, so, but my whole thing is they could have put, put Bernie Sanders out there and that would have been more believable that he won than Joe Biden, because at least Bernie Sanders was able to bring crowds, if, regardless of how you feel about his politics, regardless about how you feel about his beliefs and how he's a dirty, filthy communist, regardless of all that, the one fact remains is that he was able to bring a large group of people together and support people, support him. And Joe Biden never did that. Not and once. The way Bernie so was, because I, I like to always point this out, the only reason why he was able to get that youth crowd was he stole Ron Paul's thunder. Like all those people were like either Ron Paul, like you know what I'm saying, like the the not just Ron Paul because well, yeah, Ron Paul but was it's doing so funny. That before Ron Paul that. was. Ron Paul, it's not even who he was doing. He was doing big events, but he, Ron Paul was so different. Oh, for sure. No, yeah, look, I'm, I'm saying their styles are different. Completely but opposite. I'm saying about yeah. like uh, the uh, 
being an outside candidate just coming out of nowhere and being able to fill stadiums yes. and stuff like that. Yes, but 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 my whole point is the the left had so many better options than Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Why did they put them out there? It makes no sense. We know Bernie's controlled. They could have controlled yeah. him. They could have got him to do what they wanted, but they still put out a guy who can't even make sentences, like literally cannot even speak. And we know now, based on leaked audio, that he is controlled. Remember, did you see the did audio you? of uh, that? He goes, he goes, no, with, with Nancy. He goes, uh, hi, guys. I don't know if you, you, you want me to speak or, any, or say anything, but uh, I'm here. And, and someone asks Nancy, hey, Nancy, do you want him to speak? And she's like, am I live? Am I being recorded? No. Oh, uh, no, we do not want Joe Biden to speak today. We don't want him to say anything. Like Nancy Pelosi is saying that we don't want the president. Damn, to speak. I did not see like, that. This is, yes, dude. Like, but this is all and this is all leaking out. Like all the Hunter stuff is coming out. It's all happening right now, dude. Like all right now. Then the, the election stuff is going to come out. The now China virus is being destroyed. The whole agenda is being blown up. It's right now. Like it's not a coincidence. It's all happening right now and then you factor in all of the anomalies with the biden administration and you factor in all the things that's going on with donald trump it's so wild to me donald trump is getting more security than any former president ever it literally looks like when he takes a, a drive it's like the presidential motorcade dan scavino is still traveling everywhere with him trump trump administration uh, guys are still getting paid by the government every address that he he makes and every statement he makes seems like he's coming from a presidential standpoint like he's not talking as a civilian. Um, then you have Joe Biden, who was the first president not to get a military plane to the inauguration. Inauguration. He got a private plane. You have the the military turning his back on him. Uh, you have no no a Air Force giving him the the designation of Air Force One on his call sign. You have um, no State of the Union address. Like the first time ever. We're in June, dude. Still no State of the Union. That makes no sense. Zero sense whatsoever. And you tell me he's the, the actual president? Like, he's at the G7 and everybody's laughing at him. Yeah, they were like, yeah, they, you're right. You're right. It's 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 very telling because, like I said, man, the way that you you lay it out, because you can talk to a lot of people about this. And that is part of the problem is that people that try to spread the truth, sometimes it's very good, but sometimes they're not versed in all. They get isolated. Yeah, and they don't know all the information. So sometimes they hurt. The movement, like not even just like whether it's yes. Q, truth, whatever, um, because they like the way you break it down to me. Then I'm like, you know what? I like I could actually subscribe to Sean, that. Every time, <laughs> every time we ha we every time I come on your show, you always say that you're like, yo, man, after yo, but you're like going I, like this. I, I it's actually, like you're trying to get you make some really good points. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> but that's what it is, dude. Like it, you have to point out these little things. You can't just a lot of people tell this story in just isolated instances. That's all they do is tell it in this this one monolithic viewpoint and you have to put it all together like you have to go back and look at the fact that joe biden hasn't given a state of the union you have to look at the fact that he didn't get uh, a military plane the military doesn't support him all and the military st stayed there for what are they still there i think they barely left right no, the, the, yeah they, but I, I i think i think that was that was there because i think the fog of war is so thick right now dude like me as someone who pays hyper close attention to what's going on like i'm 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 knee deep like i'm up to my chin on the information like i'm constantly researching and looking things up and and trying to find out what's going on and i have no idea what's going on dude 
this story could literally play out from so many different angles. They can attack from the election fraud. They can attack from John Durham. They can attack from Ghislaine Maxwell. There's so many different ways that this story can unfold. There's still the Seth Rich information to come out. There's still Julian Assange to come out. There's still all of this stuff that's in play right now as we speak that they can now attack and bring to the forefront and expose this corrupt evil cabal. And I have no idea which one they're going to choose. And I think they, they feel the same way based on how the media is reacting, how they're attacking Q, how they're attacking John Durham. And they're trying to figure out what's going on, how they're freaking out about. And they are on defense mode too, because even, uh, I mean, it's not Mm -hmm. as recent, but remember they started talking a lot more about deep fakes on TV. Yes. And I think that's a reason because if you 20 years ago, you go, hey, man, here's a video of this guy doing that. You're going to be like, yep, he did it. Now they can go, well, I don't know, man. Was he on a wearing a mask? Was it digitally? Was it a deep fake? Mm-hmm. So I do think that they are scrambling right now. That's on purpose. And, and you are That's 100% correct because you can't just tell people anything because we, we lose our shit because we're, we're – our, our realities are shattered. You have to ease people on and kind of show them mm-hmm. so they can kind of gain that attention because it even works because nobody wants to be, be – everybody's going to be pissed knowing that you're being lied to for your whole life. <laughs> 100%. 100%. It's, it, it, and it's an ego thing, man. It's a pride yeah. thing. Like you, it's, it's, it's a hard pill to swallow and to accept that you were wrong and everything that you were told was a lie. It's hard. And – uh I think I think what's happening right now, um, it's it's very cool to see the media freak out. And like you said, they're on defense. This is the first time that we're really on offense because they have no idea what's coming. The media is little. They another thing that I like about, like I said about John Durham, I like about the audit is again that there's no leaks. We know the scope yeah. of, of the audit. We know what they're looking into. But we have no idea, no leaks on any of the results, zero. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a good sign because the media, you can see, is freaking out. And to to my point earlier about the fog of war being so thick and the military being on DC. I think the, mili- the the National Guard was on D.C. was because the deep state was actually scared that the Patriots and Trump were actually going to do something and, and, and start bringing arrests. And they didn't have a clue what was going on. And I think that's what was happening. And that's why that they, they were there. And this is why they turned their back on Joe Biden when he drove away, because they didn't they didn't uh, support that administration. And this is why they're not sub- saluting Joe Biden. And this is why these things are happening. And you see Kamala sent, wishing people a long weekend or they forgot. They literally came out and said they forgot yeah. to, to make a post about D-Day. Like those things aren't on accident because Joe Biden's not the one making the post. He's got a whole team of people that are doing that stuff. And it wasn't an accident. There's no way you can forget something that important. So to me, I think it's all on purpose, man. I think the the fact that we have no idea and the media is freaking out just shows me that we're on offense and they don't know which way it's coming and they're completely lost. And when it does happen, we're going to wake up in the morning just like we did with Epstein, just like we did with Maxwell. And we're going to be like, holy shit, something has happened. Because that's how I felt when Epstein and Maxwell got arrested. Literally, I woke up in the morning. I was like, "Holy fuck! They're they're getting the pedophiles!" Like we didn't, we didn't yeah, know. It was yeah, like happen. it's it's it's. Yeah, we didn't know it was going to happen. We didn't know it was going to happen though. The night before, we didn't go to bed like, "Yeah, tomorrow we're arresting Jeffrey Epstein. Tomorrow we're doing this." Like we had no idea. It just happened. The dates did, we had no idea it, it, it was going to happen. All of a sudden, we wake up. Like I remember Ep- Maxwell was a year after Epstein, and and I was I'm on the West Coast. So everybody on the East Coast already got the news. My, I woke up to 50 million messages like, yo, James, wake the fuck up. Something's going on. And I'm like, holy shit, this is crazy. You know, but we didn't know. 
we didn't know until it happened. And that's how it's going to happen when things happen. We're going to wake up in the morning and be like, holy shit, it's happening. So, yeah, man, like always, it's uh, great having you on here, man, because you really give us a look into Q and to a different perspective that I think really shines a light in a positive way that does give a lot of people hope. So I always enjoy you coming on here. You know, I think we'll wrap this up. And then uh, can you tell the people where they can reach you, though, so they can get more of this? Yeah, man, I, I appreciate you, dude. Thank you so much for having on having having me on and uh you got to come on our show. We, we we're so booked with with guests, but we're gonna we're, we're gonna schedule something. We gotta we gotta have you come on and and, and join us on our show. Uh, but yeah, we're uh, we the people radio. You can find us on all social media platforms. We the people radio with periods in between each letter. But uh, our website is wprusa.com. You can find all our podcasts there. Um, all of our shows are on there. Uh, we're also on Apple and Rumble. We're no longer on YouTube or Spotify, but we're on all those places. You want to check out our show. We really appreciate all the support, Sean. Dude, thank you so much for having us on. Um, if uh, if you guys are patriots and you love our stuff, I'm sure uh, you'll, you'll definitely get something because, like, I think that you get information off of everything, and I'll have all your links, you know, yeah, in dude. the uh, in the episode details, and then appreciate I got you, you in the uh, link tree. And appreciate you coming by, man. You know, because we had to address a few things, and I'm glad that we get to. Uh, unravel the onion more of what the plan really is because i think a lot of people only see like you said that little speck and they need to see the whole picture mm -hmm. to actually have hope because you need hope without hope there's no reason to go farther a hundred percent dude i couldn't have said it better thank you so much for thank having you me man we gotta do it again and soon. you know how we do it here man wake the fuck up or get woke the fuck up Turn this fruit to a shock top, pop, pop, pop. Open up the top, watch the bodies drop. You ain't a pimp, motherfucker, you just cock block. I got that fish scale and it's rocked up. Thoughts skipping, hot scotch, five shots, top notch. Drunk tripping, damn, my mind's lost. Barrels bang like skyscrapers and aeroplanes. I'm doper than the blood dancing in Hendrix veins. You a second hand Snapchat, about to catch a backhand from a bad man starting on his last gram. Pistol shoot at its own discretion. Masculine men is death sentence. Tension will represent it. Christian brothers. Murder was the case they gave me. Don't trip, the homies stay strapped up like the 18. They think they ballin', fuck these weird ass queers. My compa spends more on guns than you make in a year. And I'm the nicest, my words is priceless. Keep running your mouth and get surrounded by more firepower than ISIS crisis. In the middle of America on some silent night shit. Motherfucker, come and try this. Pal. Shove your coat in the back of a drunk and tell your family to go see Cal. Starting a fun so 
your daughter can go to college Stick you up for the money in your wallet Put it in your baby mama's pocket Direct deposit Watching bullets fly out of your chest Looks like you break dancing for death You better have some crazy legs to get away These style elements lock and load and take off your face Nick Cage, turn you into a cold case on the front page Sure I'm late to my court date Like hold on wait He ain't nothing but a deadbeat dad And I'm glad to see him like this inside of a body bag The memory of you is gone in a flash Nobody wanna rock a filth beat They fucking trash So talk about me one more time And I'ma do more than put your name inside of a rhyme And that's on mine Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.